Good people of Los Angeles, FCFC pod, you know what it is. Tonight, we've got Ray and Julio, famous for Somos LAFC podcast, as well as District 9 Ultras. We talk about a lot of topics tonight. Section 101 in this month. Oh, I haven't done the disclaimer yet, so I can't cuss. Uh, yeah, <laughs> we talk about we talk about man. We talk about their earliest football memories. We talk about uh, how they sort of started coming into to MLS supporter culture. What they brought, kind of how they fused together the the love that they both had for Chivas Guadalajara. Um, some really some really great interesting stories there, and of course bring it Ray up to got modern. We got a gun pulled on him. I don't know. That's one of the yeah. first stories that we. Yeah, we should start previewing the. Uh, the little anecdotes. I'll, I'll tell you this. If you guys can listen all the way to the end, you're going to hear a pretty awesome story about Fuck a pretty... Fuck you. Listen. Oh, damn it. I wasn't supposed to cuss. <laughs> all right, well, it doesn't matter. Keep going. Whatever. Right. We ain't getting sued. We ain't making no money. Right. <laughs> um, yeah, keep listening to the pod. You got stories afoot everywhere. These guys are both great storytellers, and uh, we hope you enjoy. One day, if you didn't go to Seattle, clap your hands. Oh, my God. <laughs> if you didn't go to Seattle, clap your hands. I didn't go to Seattle, and I didn't get no pussy. I'm a lonely motherfucker. Clap your hands. FCFC. Song. You have a song for Mr. Sam. And it goes like this. If you didn't go to Seattle, clap your hands. <laughs> if you didn't go to Seattle, clap your hands. If you didn't go to Seattle, if you didn't go to Seattle, if you didn't go to Seattle, clap your hands. <laughs> <laughs> I hate you guys. FSA, FSA, somos los importantes. I'm fucking like seriously, I'm uh, upset right now. Cochita right now would have been perfect for this weather. I was actually thinking what's funny is I haven't gone out there and bought something while we were on the podcast, mm-hmm. but I used to when I first moved here. And I was like, oh shit, that would have been perfect tonight. And Bro, if it, was, if it came while we were recording, we would have went out to go get it. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> Take it on the road, yeah, dude. This one, this one was definitely a different different vibe. Well, I guess we started the podcast, so let's do the intro. Welcome to the FCFC pod, where two scholars and a dickhead look at the world through a black and gold tinted lens. As usual, I am your host, Slim. Across from me is the Dweez. Yo. To my left is Josh Spice. You're. Josh got a new cowboy hat from Austin, y'all, and he's <laughs> he's doing weird things, wearing Birkenstocks with a cowboy hat and a white button up out in West Hollywood for for dinners these days. It's it's a weird thing. Hollywood Josh is here, dude. And, and today is a special day because we have been following these guys around trying to get an interview like. Uh, a desperate band geek trying to get a date from the cheerleader. But they finally, after, what, like four months, made the time for us. We have Somos LAFC podcast, Ray and Julio with us here today, y'all. Hey! Hey. Saludos, banda, 
Saludos, saludos, raza. Man, oh man. Let's get into it, Dweez. We've been waiting for this one. You guys already know these guys. I already know you guys a little bit. I know the majority of our listenership has probably come across the majority of us on this table, especially Ray and Julio. Um, they've, they've done so much for the supporter culture, so many things from the beginning. Uh, one thing I thought we'd start out with tonight, catch you guys a little off guard, is I want to talk about young Ray and young Julio, little kids, their first football memories. Wow. I'll start. Yes, please. Mine was way back when I was about nine years old, and it's a, it's a very crazy memory, dude, because that's one of the memories that I have with my dad at Rest in Peace. He took me to uh, Chivas Atlas in the state of Jalisco, and I remember we went for Zamora. It's about, back in the days, it was about three hours and a half, because they had the topista, you know, the freeway. Mm-hmm. So I had gotcha. a fucking terraceria, and it was yeah. just crazy. It was all, all of us in a fucking huge truck, like 30 cousins and a bunch of friends from the barrio. <laughs> And dude, after the fucking match, like always, there's putazos everywhere, dude. So I was, I remember I was crawling in the fucking the truck, and the guy was gonna step on me. Mm-hmm. Then my dad just knocked his ass out, cold. And like I remember that shit like so clearly. Your dad's just knocking out people in the truck, right? That was trying to fucking climb on board. What's going on? What's yeah, going on, right? There's a big commotion outside. There's a, like a big fight. Yeah. And I just remember I was I was I was tired. I was sleeping, and I was just laying down in the fucking truck. And yeah. Next thing, next thing I see, I feel like a head, like a hand, I'm trying to fucking get in the truck, and I, I turn up and I see my dad just knocking the guy out. <laughs> Yo, wow. Yeah, man. So that's so that's like okay that that that's a big first memory. But you had to have been like you had to have been like watching on TV before that. You had to have been like playing as a kid. Oh right? yeah, yeah. So so I mean, I grew up I grew up in uh, in Samara, Michoacan, and then I, I was fortunate enough to uh, come to the United States, and that's when I actually really started playing soccer in, in Silmar. Mm-hmm. Um, that's that's where I grew up. That's my hood, and I mean it was it was it was just awesome. I mean. I've always, I've always had that shit in me, you know, that the passion, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, I love the sport. And I, 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 this is something that I would tell everybody that joins the supporter culture. You know, I was a fan from the couch. You know, mm-hmm. I was a fucking hooligan on the couch every yeah. fucking weekend watching Chivas. I was sitting down, jumping, screaming, mm-hmm. till I actually had my opportunity to go to a StubHub in 2005 when Chivas USA started. Mm-hmm. I walk into the supporter section. And I was like, this is this is my shit, you know? Yeah. Now I don't have to be screaming on the couch. I can come here and just go nuts. <laughs> but when you were like when you were a kid though, were you like going nuts? Were you screaming with like with your pops or with your uncles or with somebody? Or is it just like little Ray is getting crazy by himself? It was, on the it, couch? Was, it was me and my stepdad always. You know, we were always just going at it. He watching the Morelia game, me watching the Chivas games. It was just crazy. But look, even when I was in high school, you know, I mean we had guys recording back in the days with this all big fucking cameras, and I was yeah, one of the guys yeah. narrating the games. You know, uh-huh. I was like, calling nicknames to everybody. Uh, 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 out in Selma or where yeah, were somewhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Somewhere. Yeah. So you're announcing? Yeah, I was announcing the fucking wow. games. Just going, going mad. Actually, uh, one of the guys that um, just to go to school with me started coming to the games, and he was like, Hey, Torres Jose Salcedo, right? And I was like, Simon, you want to somewhere, right? And I was like, dude, my dad used to record those games. Like, I'm, I'm going to look for those clips. Yeah. You know, funny as shit, you know? That's fucking and, I mean, there's a couple awesome. of clips there. I'll yeah. we'll post them later yeah, on. You got to post funny. that. Holy so shit. So you were here by, like, what age? Like 10, 15? Uh, 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 we stayed steady after uh, 11, when I was 11. Okay, so, so we're going like yeah. back and forth. Mm-hmm. Then eleven, I just stayed. And then... But you have enough memories, like in Mexico, to remember like football culture there too. Like, was it a letdown when you got here and you're like, oh shit, like 
It was, it was different. It was different because we, we came like right after when World Cup was here in 94. I remember like right after the earthquake and everything. Yeah. And you know, like right after that, 96, uh, MLS started. They got Jorge Campos the Galaxy. So my dad would take us to the Galaxy game, you know? Uh, yeah. And we would sit down. I remember with the little radio, listening to Los Gonzalez, you know? And Cortado. And it was, it was awesome because my mom would stay in the parking lot. Me and, me and my stepdad and my brother would go inside the game. And it was, it was, it was pretty cool, crazy experience. Eh? That's dope. So, so you did like, Grow up. How how many? Like, did you go to a lot of Galaxy matches? Uh, I I could say like every year we would always look up to the Fourth of July. You know, okay. uh -huh. they, they, my dad would always take us to the Fourth of July because of the, of the fucking cuetas and everything. Mm -hmm. So it was, it was it was awesome. You know, we were always looking forward to that. So we I could say uh, out of the season we probably went to like two or three games. Mm -hmm. You know, we went when Correa Campos was here, Luis Hernandez, mm -hmm. and uh, Hermosillo, and then after that, you know, it's it was done. You know, like I stopped following MLS. Because they, I, I feel like uh, Galaxy stopped catering to the fucking Mexican community. Yeah. You know, they started focusing more into Central American. Because yeah. they had uh, Cienfuegos, and then they had Pescaito Ruiz, Pando Rodriguez, yeah, mm -hmm. there you go. It was mostly the player signings that made you feel like that? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so so I kind of felt disconnected with the league. I, I, I never felt like, oh, I actually want to go watch a game. I actually thought the league was was done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, until like after years when, when Chihuahua USA popped in the mouth. So this is something like, that I've only recently, like, started to see more and more because of Carlos Vela and his jerseys, like, selling out at Nicky's and, like, Central Americans will come and buy the jerseys and, like, you know, you could be from Guatemala, from wherever, and people are really gravitating towards this player. And I've heard that this is, like, one of the first times that's ever happened. So yeah. there, there is, like you were just mentioning, a kind of a divide between, like, Central American fans and the type of players that they'll gravitate to and, like, Mexico and Mexican fans and what they like. And in L.A., you can see that pretty clearly, right? Yeah. But, but you know what, uh, talking about that, like, like I think LAFC has done a great job in, in, in keeping it united, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm, yeah. it's, it's not like we're just catering to Mexicans and we're only, you only see Mexican flags, it's, it's, it's nothing like that. Mm -hmm. You know, it's, it's just it's just like Julio said in that video, you know, it's, it's the city against the world, you know, and yeah. you clearly see it. And that's the way it feels. That's what everybody that comes to the game is like, first game, they're, they're in it, you know, like, I want this shit, you know, it's like, it, it's uh, it's so open that, that you feel like you're at home. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's it's funny because I, I've always said when they ask me like the beauty of LAFC, um, it's that somehow for some reason we managed to find the 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 right recipe to to be able to connect everybody. You know, people that used to be barra brava that don't want to be part of that anymore, but they still want to be you know inches and 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 understands. And then people from different countries, Korea. In Central America, mm -hmm. like for example, Central America and Mexico, you know, always huge rivalry. Right. But when it comes to LAFC, like we're not Mexicans, we're not Koreans, we're not you know Central Americans. We are LAFC. Yeah, and that's the beauty of it, and that's why you see what you see understands. Yeah, but you know that 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 hasn't been easy, man. That hasn't yeah, been course, easy because, for not. example, I mean, our background just comes from Barra Brava, you mm -hmm. know. Yeah. I mean, from Mexico, I was I was part of the Legion in 1908, and they manage themselves very different. And I think that's something that, that it's always been there. And then I can actually say that I feel very, very proud of because you learn from something, right? Mm. I mean, those guys, yeah, yeah. The, the Legion 1808, you know, back in the days and, and still are very strong, you know? They're passionate, loyal fans that they go very crazy. Mm -hmm. And for us to come here and say, like, look, I don't want this, I don't want that, let's not do this, let's not do that, you know, it has been able to help us to be where we are, mm -hmm. you know? Because you get, you get a lot of fans to this day they show up to Bank California to see what's up, right. you know, and, and those guys show up with a mentality like, 
shit, they're gonna tag me. You know, if, yeah. if they don't know me or they know that I belong yeah. to another supporter group, because that's how they roll. You know, they're gonna talk shit. You know, they, yeah. and, and we're, we're like, you know what, dude? The door's open. You know, you're the only one that is gonna close it. So yeah. if you come here, you're welcome. You're welcome to fucking uh, live the experience mm-hmm. and be part of this. And if you're gonna go the other route, then you're not welcome here. Yeah, I'm yeah. sorry, but we're we're not gonna tolerate. That kind of behavior, none of that shit we don't want here. Yeah. Yeah. It's in, I mean, it's like an evolved form of so many types of supporter culture, whether it's yes. Bada Brava or even like the EPL style supporter culture, you know, like it's different. It's an evolution of a lot of those. And I think we can all agree that like at this point in what, 150 years of football culture around the world or whatever, we should evolve. Like yes. it should, it should, something should take a new form. It should be right, improved right. upon. That's Doesn't why, mean giving away everything about the past, but yeah, right? that's why every time we kind of can find like a, like an end road within the 3252, I always remind everybody, listen, we're not Sydney. We're not Mexico. We're not, we are LHC and everything that we do is new. And the main reason why we're so fucking badass is because we're willing to change things. Yeah. yeah. You know, so. Yeah. Can you guys define just um, what Bada Brava support? men and look like before LAFC just because for people who are not as acquainted with like Mexican or North American sport for a while like what 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 would that entail what would that mean well first of all I want I want to kind of clarify what Barra Brava, <coughs> the difference between Barra Brava and Inchada uh, Barra Brava is, is, is the guys that are like the hooligans mm-hmm. they don't give a shit they, they they're all about the club they get down with anybody they see from another club yeah um, they steal shit and they use that as a trophy mm-hmm. right you know, that's the, bar, the Barra Brava mentality. You got it. Um, the hinchada, it's us. You know, the ones that are willing to support your team 90 plus, oh. but that also understand that it's very important to keep violence outside of, of the stance and, um, and and to bring family and to take care of everybody. So that's the difference between Barra Brava and hinchada. You got it. You want to like, say, talk about that because a lot of people don't, don't get it. Sometimes everybody thinks that we're Barra Brava. I'm not Barra Brava, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. I'm a ninja. Yeah. I go and I and I support my team and, I, and I'm a hardcore fucking ninja. Yeah, yeah. And and if you don't know what a ninja brava. means, go to go to Google, go to YouTube, and search what's a ninja. ninja. <laughs> <laughs> Where did that word came from? Yeah, you know? yeah. Because it, it is a pretty crazy story. Because it's like, what what does a ninja mean? I mean, from, from what I know, I mean, I think it was a guy from Uruguay, right, Uruguay? Yeah. He was a he was a sideliner. The 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 inflate the, the soccer balls. Uh-huh. And also they, they used to call him the ninja balones. So these guys, this guy would always be going fucking hard, yeah. you know, on the sideline, like, hey, come on, you know, like, support, support the team. team. And that's why they got him, and, you know, you should be, like, the Incha Balones, you know? Nice. Yeah. The guy that inflated the, the soccer ball. That's, that's it. That's what they got, the Incha. That's dope. So you hear that? Google H-I-N-C-H-A. Watch some videos. Educate yourselves. Oh, yeah. <laughs> We're here right. trying to help you guys out. <laughs> so what characteristics is uh, an Incha, like, entail? Is that, is that the, the drums that are there? Is that... Is that the? I mean, the ninety plus for sure. That that'll go across all cultures. But what are the characteristics that makes that unique to itself? I, well, let me let me. First of all, I don't think the ninety plus go on all the cultures, you know, because we've seen it in Europe where, you know, strong teams in Europe that like like in England, you know, yeah. or, or even Spain that they don't go ninety plus. Gotcha. Right? They only sing, they're only singing when when they score a goal or when there's a good play. Sing when you're winning. You're yeah, you only sing when you're winning, yeah. and, that's, and, 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 that's, so true, and that's a right? fact. Yeah, yeah. so, so I can uh, attest. South America, Mexico, you know, ninety plus, and and I remember like back in the day when we were starting with all the LFC thing, we were used to bring it to the table. You no, know, we go ninety plus. We don't stop. <laughs> I want to see that. You know, that's impossible. Yeah, but let me tell you something. That impossible. That that look that that, that looked impossible before. Right now, it says is what is bringing us 
on a global level. Yeah. Okay, so, so let, me, let, me, let me touch on that, compadre. And, and this is something that, you know, especially District 9 used the word aguante. Yeah, aguante. You know, endurance. Yes. You know, not a lot of people, because people have asked me, what does aguante mean? You know, uh-huh. aguante is bringing the 90 plus minutes of nonstop support. One song after another song after another song, right, you know? Right. And, you know, sometimes, yes, we get tired. You know, you're bummed out. Shit. But then you see the other guy next to you just going mad, rah, singing. And then it makes you keep on going, you know? Like, just, let's do this shit, you know? It's like, you, you got to match it up. You got to match up to the next, the passion, the guy next to you. Yeah, the, the Aguante, that was like a huge concept when I interviewed you guys like about a year ago and wrote the Heart of LAFC story. For all the people who want a really long read, can read that about our trip to Sacramento. Um, but yeah, you know, it's it's one thing to hear it, it's one thing to, to think about it, but then when you actually see it, when you actually try it yourself, right? Um, yeah, it really is. It's similar to what Ray is talking about. Like you, you do get your ass tired. Like Slim talks about it all the time. Yeah, dude, the want uh, the want is necessary once the fucking capos decide to go six times on Jump for LA Football Club. <laughs> that's oh, what you, you need. That you that want oxygen tank, bro. Yeah. I'm just yeah, that's right. I'm trying. That's why I don't jump. I just pretend that I jump. <laughs> <laughs> so check this out. I'll tell you. I'll tell you this quick story because I love telling stories and everybody yeah. knows this shit. I remember like way before. Uh, we had a team way before we had players. I used to, uh, we met Sal, right? And Sal invited us to come down to Lucky Bones. Mm-hmm. So I started running up to Lucky's, right? The, so the first time I walked into Lucky's, I was like, cool little spot. I was like, hey, Ray's here. I'm like, cool, right? <laughs> the following week is like, hey, Ray's here. <laughs> the third time is like, what the fuck is Ray doing in the club, man? <laughs> and then Sal, Sal approached me. Uh, shout out to Mr. Sal. What He's up, like, Sal? Hey, Ray, I got a little concerned, man. The, the boys are asking. <laughs> If you're rolling up to the to the pub to learn our culture, and I started laughing, right? I'm like, Chava, look, what you guys do, we do. What we do, you guys can do, and you can see what, what we're about. Damn. The first time that we rolled up to the Experience Center, massive when we had events. I mean, a lot of people don't even know about the Experience Center. You know, a lot of people that are LAFC fans, you tell yeah. them, you've been to Experience Center? And they don't know what you're talking about. Like, what is that? What, 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 what's that, you know? And, and, and it's pretty crazy. And if you don't know what the Experience Center is or was, uh, go ahead and search it. There's a lot of videos. Yeah, yeah there's another thing for you to search. Experience Center on Pico, yeah. right off Hoover, right there, right by downtown. That's, that's where a lot of the, the creative juices flow. That's yeah. where a lot of the, the bonding happened before the we had a team. Um, Do you remember when they brought in the first... Uh, samples of the safe standing seats and then some motherfuckers had to shoulder it yes. and bring it in and show everyone how it worked and yeah. well, when we met Ollie for the first time oh yeah. man so I, this time this time uh, I remember uh, LAFC started hosting every group you know during, the, during their little viewing parties so they can grow and yeah. we had Heineken tacos and shit like that right so it was our turn to roll up and and, and we roll up deep man yeah. you know and that was the first time that I can say we brought the carnival to the Experience Center, and LAFC was able to see it <coughs> in their eyes, but what we're gonna be about, right? So we're rolling up. Like always, fucking Dina, you was always late. You know? <laughs> no, we're not. <laughs> so, so, so Pat, Pat and Rich and, and, and Benji, they're hanging out, chilling, and then next thing you know, you see fucking cars just pulling in like if it was a fucking a parade. Yep. Car after car after car, and they're just like, what the fuck's going on? <laughs> right? So we start packing the place. It was about over 200-something ultras that we were allowed to And then Julio's like, hey, dude, we got to get everybody out. I'm like, Julio, how can we get everybody out? Dude, everybody's fucking doing the tour. We're all jammed here. Julio's like, get everybody out. So we push everybody out to the street. Uh-huh. We get the flags. We get the drums. We get the smoke bombs. We get the fucking flares. And we start marching in. 
there's a badass video search it and, and we roll in dude we were fucking singing our lungs out the, the, we were going hard and then uh, I remember uh, Rich and Pat just looked at me and was like you guys are the heart you guys are gonna be the heart of the North End yeah. that's why sometimes we use the hashtag El Corazón del Inchal mm-hmm. I mean that's something that, that was given to us because of what we brought you know mm-hmm. I mean it's not something to brag about but yeah we, 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 we feel very proud of saying you know that was something that was given to us by the when they saw what we were going to bring to the stand. From the earliest days. Yeah, the earliest days, yeah. Before the Bob. Before the Bob. Oh, before yeah. the Bob. Before we even knew Carlos Vela was coming. Let's not forget, you know, like Chicharito was a target. Yeah. For a while there, right? Yeah. Chicharito was, you know, two minutes away from being part of LA to see. Damn. I think we made the better move on that one. Yes, yeah. I, I agree. Personally. Yeah, that, that motherfucker. Especially because if Vela's happy, the ball is happy. Yeah, ah. and you can tell. <laughs> yeah, and he, his, he whispers to the ball, whispers secrets and shit to the ball. Yeah. Man, it's fucking magic over there. Your turn. My turn. Tell me about tell me about young Julio's first memories <sighs> of the game, man. Who uh, Ray Ray brought it with some of those early memories. That's I know you got some too. Oh yeah, man. <laughs> I I can say I was blessed. I have I, I've been blessed <laughs> by the gods of football for my entire life, man. Just you know, my godfather, my baptismal godfather, he. He was uh, uh, one of the Chivas Guadalajara players. Oh, wow. El Nene Zapian. You know, Google it, como dice Rey, you know? <laughs> there you go. Uh, he's, Google. He, he just passed away two years ago, but since Rest I was born, my, my dad worked for Chivas Guadalajara for 20 years. Okay. So I was always around the players, always, you know. Um, I have a, a picture, an old picture of myself and in the Stadio Jalisco with, with, on the field with the players when I was like four years old. So football, football to me has always been around my life. You know, I when I when I turned eleven, I was part of a La Porra Infantil de la Señora Vallejo. So it's like, it's like a supporter group for for little kids. Yeah, wow. You know? So she would take the, the, the chiqui ultras right here. Dude. The yeah. chiqui ultras, yes. Yeah. She would take care of us. You know, make some That's tortas awesome. de, de huevo. We'll get free tickets to the match, and we'll be supporting Chivas. You know. Mm-hmm. So my memory is, you know, I I used to my dad will since he worked for Chivas Guadalajara. I would go to the Chivas Guadalajara Academy and, 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 and train there and everything. You know, so was your grandfather like even before your dad was he also involved with Chivas? No, um, no, no, no. It was just my dad. So your dad was kind of the first. Do you know how he ended up like getting that job? I have like, no. You know what? I gotta ask him. So you gotta ask him, man. Yes, I have him. to. I have to. Yeah. So I, I get to meet a lot of great players. You know, Suli Ledesma, which is um, Nomar Garcia Parra's uh, uncle. Oh wow! Yeah, he was one of my favorite players, favorite goalies, and uh, wow. You know, football for, for me has given me everything, I'll be honest with you. Like, from from the days that I was, you know, when my mom and my dad got divorced, um, you know, obviously it's a, it's a very tough period when you're a little kid. So my only way out was football. Mm-hmm. Um, and then in high school, same shit. You know, I, I, I still remember when Mr. Losa told me, listen, fucker, because he would talk to me like that. Mm-hmm. Just get good grades. You're already in the team. Yeah. But I need you to get good grades. I want you to graduate. You know, so one of the main reasons why I graduated from high school was because of football. Yeah. So my entire <coughs> life, my memories have always been around <coughs> around Chivas, around football, and and it's something amazing. Like I said, man, to me, it's a culture, it's a religion. You know, mm-hmm. that's why when I tell people, like, listen, man, if 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 you see another another supporter crying and you make fun of that supporter, that's that, that's because you're not a fucking supporter. You know, because honestly, when you love a team and 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 and, and you and you tear up because of your team. That 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 guy has the same feeling that you that you have for your team. You gotta mm-hmm. respect that shit. You can't make fun of that because one day you're gonna be like that guy. Yeah. 
We've yeah, gonna get times. <laughs> bro. Yeah, that last that last match. So you were in Guadalajara growing up, doing all the you know all the awesome Chivas experiences that you must have, like with your pops working there, and then you come to the U.S. Right. Yep. So like, was that difficult for you, like not to be able to go to Chivas games as often? And yeah, no, like, especially because. Um, two years, a year and a half after I, I moved to the U.S. No, actually, the next year that I came to the U.S., uh, Guadalajara won the championship two years later. Oh. So, I mean, I would I would used to be in the Estadio Jalisco every 15 days, you know, all the time. Mm-hmm. I didn't miss a game. And then I come here, and they, and they win the championship. I was going nuts when they won it in uh, nineteen ninety. You remember that really vividly? Of course, yeah. man. It's like were you were you like were you like I was in high school. High school. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it was it was kind of sad, you know. Like fuck, I could have been there. I could have been there, you know. But you know. Um, what's it look like when Chivas wins the the championship? What, what's the streets look like? What's 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 it's crazy, man? Like? Chivas, listen, Chivas Guadalajara, it's a religion, bro. Yeah. It's a culture. That's that's part of Mexico's culture, you know. So when they win, you know, everybody go nuts, man. Not just in Guadalajara, in all the states. People go out, even here in the United States, people go on the streets and they celebrate. And Because Chivas represents Mexico in a lot of ways. Yeah. Back in the days when LFC started, you know, people would tell me, dude, you should change your nickname, man. You should change it to LFC Julio or LFC Chiva. LFC Mayor. Seriously, I'm being serious, you know, and I'm not going to say names, but even people from the front office. And I said, you know what? Fuck no. El Guadalajara is, is my, you know, the love of my life. And I'm, I'm, love of my life. The, the, one, the, the day that I do that is because, you know, I'm not being legit no more. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's who I am. It's who I represent. I'm, I'm never going to feel ashamed of, of where I come from, you know. Especially what she was going to say, you know. Being understands what she was going to say, I've learned how to how to take it to the next level when it comes to supporting. Mm-hmm. You know, I've, I remember one time I was watching a, a Boca Juniors Atlas game. In La Bombonera. And dude, Atlas was fucking playing with Boca, you know? And all of a sudden, you hear the fucking stadium, bro. The entire stadium singing for Boca Juniors. They won the game for Boca. Mm. And I was like, fuck, I wish I could, I wish, I wish one day I can be part of that. Yeah. You know, and today I can tell you that I'm part of that, because you know? that's, that's what we have in LFC. So, so, real quick, I want to touch on something like Julio said, you know, about keeping his name, right? I mean, I, I think everybody that supports LAFC that didn't follow that that used to follow soccer before, they had a team, right? Mm-hmm. And, and this is something that we get a lot from, especially because of a background, mm-hmm. saying, "Oh, you guys are double jerseys, <laughs> right?" No, like I said that, you know. And I told never question my fucking loyalty, man. Yeah. You know, I mean, if my daughter's name is Victoria Guadalajara, you know, uh, okay. I mean, <laughs> shit, you know, it's like, dude, I mean, we're Chiba fans, you know. Yeah. We, we adopted LAFC. And for us to be part of this, like, like really build the club and, and build what happens in the North End and the stands, I mean, what, what else can I pass to my kids so they can feel so proud of be like a team that is going to be here for generations and generations to be like, you know, our, 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 our parents were part of this movement that is so big now, you know? I mean, yeah. back in the days, we didn't have a podcast, you know, maybe 30 years from now, 40 years from now. We're going to go back and listen to this shit and we're going to be old and you yeah. know, I remember that time. I was like, oh shit. You know? yeah. So many memories we're creating. So I'm just going to be like, damn, I was a piece of shit back then. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny or not, I'm still a piece yeah. of shit. Yeah. <laughs> Stay consistent, y'all. Keep that same energy. Oh my God. But yeah, I, I mean, I, I love it. I, the the history and the knowledge and, and the culture that you guys, wherever you guys got it from, whether it was... You guys do Chivas and, and Liga MX. 
and and you know the luckies and how they got it from Premier League and most of um, the Tigers actually are all Premier League. Actually, we're we're a little mixed. We have the Liga MX guys too. Yeah, but everyone kind of has something different, and it's because like we actually let everyone bring in what they had to offer. It's kind of you know what that's we the beauty of it. Yeah, yeah. And check this out. What you're saying, for example, you got Monty, you know Monty from Wonders, you know big old Samoan ass motherfucker. that shit, you know, like we have guys like for example Benny. I mean, I don't know if Benny used to follow a team before. Guys like Chiquilin, yeah, Chiquilin, yeah, yeah. Chiquilin, and I felt and I felt head, and I felt head. But you know, like now you're big old lightning looking ass, like pretty much rocking it, taking it to the next level. Yeah, you know, yeah, like yeah. embracing it, embracing it, like like if we were. If you were part of a barra, like if you were brought to a barra, you try to bring shit to the table. You're a brand new guy. They're gonna take you to get the fuck out of here, dude. Right, right. Fucking earn your stripes before you say something. Before you have a say. Here with us, like you got a cool idea, man. You know what? Let's kick it around a song or whatever. If it's good, if it hits, it hits. You know, it's yeah, like yeah. we don't shut the door at nobody. You know, right, right. and I think that's what makes us what we are right now. You know, and it's gonna, it's just gonna get better because we're gonna get more experience. You know, and the guys that are coming up are gonna do more shit. They're gonna bring more shit. You know, as long as we don't do any Hannibal Tyler songs, we're good. Yeah. That's probably probably the funniest thing about it all is like, you know, like you said, there's always eyes on us. People are wondering, like, how do we do it? How do we do it? It's literally that simple. People can't grasp the simplicity of it. I can attest if I want to climb up on my soapbox for a second, having the opportunity to hang out with all of you guys privately last year. um, A lot of people was like, I got to witness how different each group is Mm. and how different some of the ideas people have are now in any segment of life whether it's sports business education i mean you see it across the board when you know people get together they're going to disagree about shit especially if they have strong opinions and they have memories and history and you know to be able to bring those people together that's the that's the secret sauce that's the magic formula and every single one of you guys had to say at one point all right this isn't exactly the way I want it, but for the good of this, I'm going to do it this way, right? Yeah. Like, everybody had to Perfect say that. Perfect example of that, the, the last elections, man. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, to me, we were not ready for elections because we were trying to work shoulder to shoulder, yeah. but but it happened, you know? But it got to the point that it was becoming a circus, mm-hmm. and it was becoming, like, uh, you against me and me and my people against your people. Mm-hmm. And, and like I said, you know, like, maybe the decision that I took, it wasn't... The best one for, for a lot of people that were, that was supporting me, they they got upset at me, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, it made me feel it made me feel bad, but I understood that it wasn't for me. It was for the benefit of the of the future of the North End. Yeah. And well, yeah, so, why were people getting um, upset at you for because you gave up half the seat, right? What 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 did yes. that mean? It's like because they like just put completely put your put your name in the ring. We're like, this is our guy. If you don't yeah. get it, then something, then we lost something. I had a whole team of uh, people, you know, from you know. Doing the shit to, so people can vote for me. A campaign. A campaign. Yeah. My, my, you know, so some of them were very upset, man, and, and and they, and they came up to me like, man, you know, I mean, we we don't understand yet, and but what you did, it was wrong. <coughs> you're, you're giving a spot to someone that is new on the culture, and blah blah blah. And I told him, listen, at the end of the day, it's not about me or it's not about him. It's about the North End, and 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 if we continue with this nonsense, it's gonna get to the point that we're gonna hate each other. Yeah, you know, it's not worth it, and it's not worth it. And I told them this is the number one thing that we always say. You know, we have worked so fucking hard to be yeah. where we're at, to let it slide only because I want to be more popular than than, than you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. That, that's probably the most. I mean, in my opinion, that's the most dangerous thing to the North End is groupthink. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? Where it's like this group versus this group. You guys don't even see each other as equals or just, you know, people anymore. It's just they're the other. Yes. You know what I mean? And we, like, I think that is probably the, the fall of most supporters groups yep. and cultures, like, around the world. You know what I mean? So, um... No, yeah. no, no, I, I, I couldn't agree more. And I can say, like, as I was mentioning, like, having a chance to hang out with everybody, I got to give it up to the leaders, people like you guys, because at the end of the day, like, somebody has to make a lot of these decisions. And I think you guys have all managed to, like, lead your your group, you know, and your identity, your specific thing, but see the wisdom in needing to be unified. Yeah, because oh, for sure. I, and it, I, I don't, I wasn't in those rooms, I wasn't having those conversations, but I know how hard it was for everybody, and I know that people must have been arguing about different shit, but one thing I will say is, like, everyone privately would tell me, like, how much they admired that group, or how much they admired that group, even if, like, you guys would argue about some shit, like, you oh, know, sure. in, in, yeah. in when you guys got together, and so for me, like, that's us. If, we I, talk if, shit, if we I don't want to sound, person, if I don't want to sound too <laughs> couple, compliment no. behind our backs, that's what yeah, no, no, no. If if I if I if I don't want to sound too corny about it, for me, like it gives me hope for like this city. You know, Fuck it gives yeah, me for hope sure, for man. like for Fuck like yeah, for the just the spirit of people in a very disagreeable time being able to get together and do something special. And we it's, see it every magical. week. The way that we see it, the what the, what you do is because everyone is able to put the egos in check. Yeah, right, right. Personal so, so, so shit to the side. Out, so. Big up to you guys. That's all I want to say. Yeah. <laughs> touching on that, touching on that. It's, it's hey, nice. well, you want to touch on everything. Touch on it all. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we said, we said, said it's going to be 24 hours. Yeah. Already. First hour, we're going strong, yeah. baby. Let's go. Just beginning, yo. Yeah, so, so, I mean, that's something that, that we have always said. You know what I mean? But back in the days, you know, when we started, you know, we, we, we've been around for a while already. And we, we noticed that a lot of people get upset every time we say, you know, we have 10 years experience, man. I mean, a lot, a lot, of, the, a lot of the things that have happened, you know, we can predict them because we lived them, mm, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we've seen them. And, and, and we would always bring it up and like, look, dude, it's not going to work this way. Hey, look, we should do it this way. No, 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 but that was back in the days. And then when shit happened, I, well, we would just look at them, right? And I was like, I told you, I was like, yes. <laughs> you know, it's like, let's not invent the wheel. You yeah. know? At one point, we brought it up to the table and said, look, this is how things should be done, and I'm not gonna say it here because it was a very private conversation. Mm-hmm. This is how things should be done, and this is what's gonna take us to the next level. But we're willing to step to the side, work all together, and when we are all to the same level, we're gonna be like, "Yeah, that was right. Let's do it this way," and we're gonna take the North End to the next level. Yeah. Well, because for you guys, that must have been a really hard thing, right? Because mm-hmm. you guys had all this experience. The you guys had to have a lot of patience. New people coming in, people who are excited, but you're like in the back of your head, like, oh man, this guy's no and idiot. Not only that, or he is, he's kind of an idiot, or like whatever. Uh, you know? like, in the back of your head, right? Like you're just like, oh man. Yeah, well, some people are idiots. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, seriously. Like, there's some people that they want to. Sometimes they just talk so much, but they don't do shit. You know, but that's normal. That's part. I got, I got cousins like that in my family. It's part of growing, you know. Hey, 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 that's a bread, we almost got a pan, we. He'll, I mean, he'll shout pan dulce. We call it la cucaracha. In my barrio. So that's been a big key, you know? And, and like I said, we're, we're, it's, it's always been about the club. Yeah. And I think that's something that we've always, when, when we talk to different leaders from different groups, because we have a lot of new leaders that are new to the culture, you know? And like you said, sometimes it gets frustrating, but look, I always tell them this, dude. If the head's fucked up, the rest is just going to be shit. 
you know? For so sure. we always tell the people uh, or the leadership, always keep the club first. Right, and right. then everything else is going to fall in place because if we all think that way, then everything's easy because we can argue, we can debate, but at the end of the day, if, if, if our goal is the club, we're going to see what's the best of it and you're going to have to fucking pull to the side if you're wrong. Yeah. Hell yeah. I, I mean, sometimes, not because we have 10 years experience means that everything that we say, it's right. You know, because it, it hasn't been like that. You know, sometimes we step back and look yeah. at shit from a different perspective. We, we kind of go yeah. down and be yeah. like, hey, look, you know, these guys are new. You know, it's understandable. Their energy, they want to do this, they want to do that. It's cool. But it gets to a point where, where they level, you know? Yeah, yeah And they're yeah. like, oh, shit, you know, this is the way it's done. Oh, you know, for sure. Like this, you know? like, and it's pretty cool because at the end of the day, we create this family environment, you know? It's like, right, for right. example, with the podcast, you know, it's not like, my podcast is better than yours. Hey, our shit is, is like, nah, let's work together, man. Everybody's yeah, everyone's dope. Shit. I'm just yeah, the it's, best. It's, it's, <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. No, it's, the, it's, the only, it's the only way you can find, like, this is, this is a word that never really gets used a lot to describe the North End or the 32, but balance. Right? Yeah. Sure. Like, you get a group of 10 years, a new group. Big groups, small groups, mm-hmm. and that yeah. shit all levels out. You got that right here at the table, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. this is what yeah. this was going on. And it levels out because, like what Ray was just saying, like people bring something different. And like you know, it might sound weird to those listeners who like are like, dude, who's this like weirdo with the mustache talking about this shit? Like, but I have had <laughs> a really great view and like great opportunity to like these guys are all good enough to me to let them let me sit with them, all of them, for a little while. And so I gotta I gotta really have a view and then to watch it in person sort of evolve and continue to evolve and I know you guys you don't need me to tell you to know that you guys have like an uphill not an uphill climb but you gotta you know you always have to maintain this it'll be difficult to continue to maintain it's not like it's it's over you haven't crossed a finish line but even the fact that it's been to where it's been now and how many people have been inspired and how many people who come to games and they come away yeah they like the team yeah Yeah. they like the fact that they win but you all know the number one thing that people talk about so, and like touching on what Ray said, yeah, I, just touching Ray over here, yeah, <laughs> fucking touch all over. Ray. And like yes, we're sir. talking about, and the family, then fucking even the elections we're talking about, like fucking, I was there when Julio was pulling out the votes from a fucking bucket in in the middle of Compton, so in a warehouse. Shout out yep. to Monty for organizing that. But it's like there was they made thirty fifty two made sure there's one member of each SG making sure the votes were counted together. And I heard Julio read out every damn vote that was voted on that day, man. Yep. And how important what that was to what we do in the future, even if we might have all disagreed on when elections should take place. But the fact of the matter was we were all at the day of the spotted election and we all counted every single name. We knew exactly who was going to be. We were all in control of the LFC's future. That's yep. what the, that was what was important about that day. Yeah, like you said, at the end of the day, even though we disagree strongly with the elections, I was there counting each fucking vote because I knew it was important and I knew that it, it, it represents me and represents what we do. And at the end of the day, I mean, you know, it's this again, we're, we're learning in the process. And, and I always tell everybody, listen, the first year and the first two years, I think it's it's easy to have people going crazy for a club. You know, even if the results were, were shitty, it's easier, you know. So... The, the best way for us to keep going is to stay humble and to build a culture where you're going to be able to have 32, 52 members that when your team is shitty, they're going to be there. That when Real Madrid shows up to Bank of California, you have the full North End with LAFC fans and not, and, not, and not people are just putting away their jerseys and putting in their Real Madrid jersey or no. the Chivas or the America or their Barcelona jerseys. That's the culture that we have to worry and that, that we have to work on so that 
so that for the future and that's taking it to the next fucking level no I was, I'll say this about about Julio he was saying the same thing about a year ago and I asked him man what if Chivas comes to play at Bank of California Stadium this is before LAFC has played any games I was like if Chivas come like what are you gonna do and he's like I'm like who are you gonna root for and he's like well I, I don't know I don't know how to answer that question but I'll be with my people in the north end that's what he told me he's like I'll be with my people in the north end and I was like Alright, you know, yeah. like that's some real shit. If you can, is you know, yeah, you'll just be standing in the back that day. <laughs> oh no, I'll be. Uh, listen, my family is my family. My love for Guadalajara is always gonna be there, mm. and it's not gonna change if I if I'm if I'm supporting my people. Mm. You know, because th- that day to me will be more about supporting. The North End, supporting what we have built. Yeah. Well, we're not gonna lose that day. Whoever wins, we win. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. At the end of the day, whoever wins, we win. Awesome. So, at least I do. You yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that's something that Monty brought up when he was on the pod before. But he's like, I want my next. I want all captains of LAFC to be from LA. Like, I want people who fucking know about the city and who who bleed the city. All capos. Captains, captains, captains. So like, oh, captains. Eventually, like, we just have like the best LA California talent to mm-hmm. play for LAFC. I then, think. Listen. I love that idea, but but if if, if you, I mean, football is global now. True, true, know? true, true. L.A., I mean, L.A. is, is the most diverse city, and it represents the world. So to me, any player that was the the, the captain, um, even even if he's not born from in L.A., you know, he could be considered an Angelino. True. true like true. for example, Vela, Vela, he's a fucking Angelino, you know, and he's only been here for two years. He looked like Carlos. a pretty boy, LA Mexican. <laughs> of course. Josh but, only been here for how many years? Fucking LA is fuck. You got Birkenstocks on every time <laughs> I see him. Now. I'm chocolates. Yeah, I'm, chocolates. But, but see, but see what the I'm real saying. The real West like, LA yeah, chocolates, yeah. too. <laughs> <laughs> I'll bring a little West out here. It's oh, fine. God, it's, fine. it's crazy. So that's what it's all about, man. You yeah. Know? Embracing where you are, where you come from. For sure. We talk about, but like when we see the first, our first Academy boy. Make it to the team, like how important that's gonna be. Oh right? my god, man, I can't wait. Like, that that's gonna be the crying moment for all of Hell us. Hell yeah! Can, can you imagine? I, I I I always picture that moment. You know, we were there on the first derby mm. in the history of academies. Yeah, and then having one of those players, you know, make this debut at, with LAFC, like that's gonna be fucking amazing. Yeah, yeah. And I know that kid is gonna remember who was there. Yeah. Because he wasn't many of us. Yeah. I don't know. I think the only person he might remember is fucking Lord Commander. Right? <laughs> yeah, that one. The Grams with the the, the, skull, the, the general-looking dude with the skull. Yeah. With the skull. Saludos, Comandante. That's awesome. Oh, man. Yeah. That was one of my favorite mo- moments uh, when I went to Dortmund. We were, I was hanging out with uh, Imad, Chi. Um, dang, I forget who else was in that room. But we were just drinking some Henny. And we were talking about... <laughs> Yeah, I, I took Henny, Henny to, to Dortmund. Henny all over the world, baby. Bro, I was this actually... the man who will I was Henny pretty trashly, trashy in Dortmund. Like, I was walking around the hotel lobby, the hotel that the Dortmund players stay at, like, in pajama pants, like, walking around with a bottle of Hennessy in the lobby like a piece of shit, bro. Sponsor the pot, Henny. Yeah. What the fuck are you doing? But <laughs> my, fa- my, favorite, like, my favorite outside of, like, all Dortmund stuff memory that whole trip was we were... Like in the room drinking, just talking about that first derby, the the youth match, and then we were just talking about what like the Galaxy parents must have been thinking, <laughs> and we were just like the Galaxy mom must have been like, okay, so you're telling me that the dude that's dressed like he's ready for war that has the styrofoam skull, like he doesn't have a kid playing. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> right? How can you understand yeah. that? <laughs> oh, man, I was dying. Commander, I love you. I love yes, everything love you, about Commander. it, man. Um, Commander's special, man. Commander's Commander special. is a true LAFC legend. Yeah. Sorry, I, I, I like to mention true because... And I've told this to the people that post, oh, let... Yeah, was, stop they, throwing they, the legend they, word around. We on, love man. you, Rich, but come on, man. Word, man. Not everyone's legend. Like. Or maybe you guys need to retake and do a new a new word. Something about I mean, legend. That's why I said true legend, bro. <laughs> I, honestly, though, if we think of a new name, like, Rich is going to pimp that shit out, too. <laughs> yeah, so might as well not, not, the not ultimate, say... The yeah. ultimate hype man, bro. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's crazy. Well, let, let's take a quick break. Um... And we'll get into more of, of the Chivas USA days next. Yeah. I don't want to cry. <laughs> and we're back. So Ray's been standing for about half an hour, 45 minutes right now. And so you, you good without a chair, Ray? Yeah, <laughs> let me tell you, man. This guy, the only reason why he's standing is because he wants to put more beer into his fat ass belly. <laughs> he knows that if he sits down, that's it. It's game over. It's, it's gonna be like. You could just sit down and put the box right next to you. Yeah. No, 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 no. Then, no, I, but... then, I, then I get buzzed. Huh? <laughs> yeah, see? Right. arms reach is dangerous. I got true, you. I got true. you. Hey, I got a million dollar question for either of you now. That you've a- answered my first one. Um, we don't have a million dollars. Memories. <laughs> memories. That you first time you ever met each other. Oh, this is, this is we're letting Julio go first because Ray went first last. No, time. I just gotta, I just gotta say this. <laughs> this, guy, this, guy, this, guy, this guy, this guy literally saved my life. Okay. Oh, that's that's. The, let me tell you something. Okay, so we're from the same hood, you know, Silmar, San Valley, San Fernando. Mm-hmm. So back in the high school days, you know, there was uh, these uh, clubs, you know, for Mexican music club. So he was from one club, I was from another. I'm gonna go back to Chihuahua. One day, I'm walking on, behind the <coughs> South End, I think it is, right? And he's like, hey, hey, fool. <laughs> hey, are you from the valley? <laughs> yeah, bro. You look familiar. I'm like, hey, come on, join us. So he's the one that invited me to the, like, the Legion. You know? And she was USA. And then we, and it's like, we started talking, hey, bro, so where, where do you live? You know? Oh, you know, Silmar. And so we, the more we got into it, we started, you know, it was like, oh, shit, we're, every time, the same place, but we never talked because we didn't talk to each other. Even ditching parties. Who were the Did you same everything. house? <laughs> everything. <laughs> we had friends in common, but we never talked. So we oh. we literally met at the stadium. Yeah? Oh, that's crazy. And then one night, he's like, you know what, bro? There was one crazy night. So you're from the Malandrines, right? Because I was one of I was from the Malandrines. It was Peloteros. Right? Pelotero. Yeah. So it's like, dude, there was this one crazy night at a, at a nightclub. I got in a fight with one of <coughs> the boys, and he, and he pulled out a gun, and he was going to shoot me, you know? And I started laughing, bro. And I'm like, you remember that fucker that came out and took the gun away from him? Like, no fucking way. Yeah. He was you. Oh, wow. <laughs> I, I knew I knew him. What the fuck? fuck? That's crazy. Football, like, football gods. Football gods. Right. <laughs> and, look, wow. and look at us right now, man. Like, seriously, oh you know, God. this guy is, you know, he means the world to me. Yeah. Of course, it's Ray's ass about to get shot. You troublemaking ass. Always Ray, man. Always Ray. I still got one more knuckle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it was so, it was so crazy, bro. Seriously, like the story was like, oh shit, like, how fucking crazy is that? You know, like we get to meet back at at, at, at the at the football stadium, and and then all of a sudden, like, oh, shit, I, I saved your life, and I didn't even know that we were, look. We ended up being almost uh, 
uh, almost blood brothers. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's, it's it's been a crazy road. Me and Julio, we've been in it for for a long time, and we don't always agree. We even though we always <coughs> look cool, we we have a lot of fights. <laughs> we, yeah, we disagree a lot. And that's what real friendships look like. Yeah, and we we talk shit to each other, and people always say like, "Oh, you guys get so." So good, you know, because I was fucking. We just look at each other like, mm. <laughs> <laughs> friendship. Like a real married couple, dog. Sounds like a real married couple. From your perspective that day when you shouted to him that he was walking by the stadium or whatever, were you just like suddenly like, like describe it from? Yeah, no, point? look, I, I, I saw him and he was he was holding his hand, <coughs> mm-hmm. and I told him, hey, dude, I, I know you're right, you're from the valley. I was like, you're Douglas' friend. Douglas was like my brother, uh-huh. you know, rest in peace. He, he, we were we, we grew up together. We played soccer. We used to throw the ditch and parties at his, at his house. house yeah. <laughs> so so that's that's how we got the connection. So it happens that you know, a couple of games after I split from the Legion mm. to start the first supporting group for Chivas USA. Okay. You know, at that time we, we <coughs> I mean shit wasn't going right. I mean I didn't feel it. You know, and I was like, you know what? This is something very crazy, Canal, because I was. I was going to the games, and, and, and the mentality of, the, of that group was, let's recruit enough fans uh, at the Chihuahua USA games when Guadalajara comes, we fucking receive them with everything, you know? So we roll deep and we create, you know, a true carnaval. So, so, so me, that was, that was in my head. That's why I said, you know, like, when you have a head and they, and they preach something, I mean, I believe it, right? I respect my leaders at that point. And, and I was like, all right, just recruiting people in the fucking tailgates, you know? I would open the sign, fucking get the ceviche, get the cellas out, yeah. put some music, inviting people to come through, come through. One time they see me in the hot seat, you know, with mm. the leadership of the group, and they start talking shit to me. and like, you just want to be popular. You're just fucking getting everybody all drunk. And they're talking <coughs> shit, right? Like, you don't even sing. I'm like, what the fuck? Hold your horses. Why are we here? Mm-hmm. To recruit people, right? From Guadalajara comes, we fucking receive them hardcore, and we go fucking mad. Understand, yeah, right? Yeah. All right. So how can how can you tell me that I'm not doing my part because I'm doing this shit, and you expect me to go sing <coughs> for a team that I don't support? That day I got fucking shit faced, dude. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's the first day that I bought the Chivas USA shirt, <laughs> and I just went to the fucking stand. I got a shirt and I put it on, and, the, and that's when I said, you know what? I'm here. I'm spending my money. I'm singing my lungs out. I'm gonna support this team, mm-hmm. you know, and then that changed my perspective. And then when I started seeing shit that I didn't like, I was like, you know what, I gotta bounce, you know, and 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 I, and I split. So uh, I saw Julio that the, the first day that I split to start the the Chihuahua group, and I saw him on top of the skin again, and I was like, hey, dude, we're starting something new. We're gonna be in that corner. I think it's uh, section 118, <coughs> the Black Army. No, 138. Start. 138, there you go. 138, 138. I remember now. So, it's a sign that you still do. So, fucking. I want to know this song. It was just a section. Okay, it was just 138. 138. All right. Ask Jimmy, he knows. He knows. So, fucking, I invite Hulu, you know, like, we're going to be over here. It was just like fucking six of us at that time. It was. It was just. It was me. Joseph. It was Joseph. It was fucking. John Sandante, shout out to fucking John, Elac, and uh, and a couple of other guys, you know. And uh, I was fucking, I had a fucking beat up drum. I I still have the first drumstick that I fucking crafted. I, uh, I got a fucking uh, broom. I cut that shit. I put some fucking uh, rag. 
Fucking tape, and this is the fucking I see like you know red and white confetti going. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. what the fuck is wrong with these people? Like, <laughs> they're cheap fans too, man. Like, what's going on? Mm. And then at halftime, I'm walking around. That's when I see Ray's like, hey, we're gonna start this shit. I'm like, you know what? Fuck those fools, man. Like, uh, yeah, we gotta support Chivas USA, man. You know, we're here for them, not not for Chivas well. I gotta love Chivas well. I gotta. They're not even playing on the field, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. So that's how we started uh, the San Patricios back San in the Patricios, day. That's that's the 2007. Huh. So, and we started the San Patricio, the San Patrick Vitali, uh, the, the guy that we started talking to, the front office from Chivas USA, he was yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, from uh, Ireland, Eugene, right? <coughs> Eugene, my kid, red hair. Yeah, that sounds like the Good whitest. old Irish folk right Jeez. here. Dude, like yeah, that. so we got that name because he told us, hey, dude, we got a, I got a bunch of friends that are Irish, they want to come through, but they don't put connection. So we found a name, right? And then... And they didn't uh, come through, anyway. And then they didn't come through, it was just us, fucking Trump, like it's everybody. <laughs> So, but, but the story of the San Patricios is they were involved, they fought for the Mexican yes. side in the war of, which war? The Mexican-American war. Yes. Yeah. So there was like a bunch of Irish that fought for Mexico. Because uh, how do came. you know that shit? Because I wrote... He reads oh, okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. This is from the last interview. I'm just saying, like, he just knows random crazy ass shit. I spent too much time researching things, reading stuff, but this is it's an interesting thing. Another thing for our good people, we know people come to this podcast for education, and we're just trying to tell them things that they can Google. Google San Patricio, it's an interesting yeah. story. They came, I'm to, here fight, to, educate they came you to fight for America, idiots. and then they saw what was happening, and they're like, this is kind of fucked up, so they started fighting for Mexico. Yep. I think there's movies, too. Yeah. So check so. that out. Anyway, so the, the San Patricios, I won't. So 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 at the end at the end of uh, 2000 season, you know those guys didn't come through, and then. I, I started talking to the guys. I'm like, I, I feel no connection, man. I mean, we have a name that we don't really feel. I mean, we already had a. We were still debating on the logo, on, on our top head uh, score logo. And I told Huda, look, and I, and I told the guys in the in the in the group, we're gonna go hard, man. We, we gotta go down to where it started. You know, uh, Chivas back back in the day when it started in 1906, it was called El Club Unión. Right? Uh. And then in 1908, he changed to Club Deportivo Guadalajara. So I said, we have to go back to the roots. And that's why we got the name you Union know. Ultras, mm. right? So we wanted to go to the roots and be, and be like, look, you know, we're, and, and, and this is going to come to why we're called District 9. Right. Okay? So, 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 so going, going back to that, I was like, look, you know, we're, we're here to the fucking day. We're going to support this team, shit or not, we're going to go hard. So it, it comes where, you know what, like the top hat, you know, you see the presidents back in the days, you know, the people that are very smart talking, then we used to wear the top hat. Yeah. And we're like, look, we got to be smart, and we got to be here to the deck. Yeah. And that's what our logo means. You know, it's a top hat of skull, you know, it means we're going to be smart, and we're going to be to the deck of the club. Yeah. Ultras, you know, ultras. And so, we, we literally bury the club. <laughs> <laughs> we, saw bur- uh, uh, we saw their birth, and they're dead. Yeah. It, was, it was painful, man. Yeah. Was painful. Uh, okay, okay. This is, this is the point where I'm like, We've even been like, how much do we go into? But it's just, I want to ask, man, what, from you guys, you guys have such a unique, specific point of view on what that felt like. What did that feel like to see it born and then die? 
But what hurt me the most, it, it, it's, uh, it's just that feeling of not being able to be on the stand with my people. See, because we created this family. Mm -hmm. You know, even though the team was shit, and I got to throw a, sh uh, a, a shout out to Dollar Black and Gold Podcast, Pablo, because he was talking about it the other day. Shout out. He said, he said, look, check this out, man. You know, a lot of people complain about this uh, other support group that came from Chivas, you know, which is us, the Black Army. He was like, dude, I'm proud of those guys Hell being yeah. here with us because they supported a fucking team that was shit, and they were still there. So that gives me hope that when LAFC fucking doesn't look good, these guys are not going to let it down. Yeah, no, and we're not right. going to let it down. You know what I mean? If people start emptying the North End, you're going to see people that are going to be there. Just more space dead, for us. You know? That's right. Seven times now. Don't work it. Come on. <laughs> Keep it at three, guys. Come on. <laughs> so, so, you know what? It was, it was, it was, it was, that's, that's what happened, man. But to, to me, it was something that, that it was meant to happen, you know? Um, it was a club that uh, the last years, 2012 to 2014, there was a lot of rumors, you know? <coughs> About the team, you know, moving to another state. Yeah. About the team disappearing. Um, the last year, we knew for sure that it was going to stay in L.A. Because, you know, we talked to Don Garber, because we, Nelson Rodriguez, right now in Chicago, everybody in Chicago was scared because he's the one, <laughs> because <laughs> he was the one that made Chivas USA disappear, you know? I mean, he was working for the MLS, you know? Um, uh, he told us, you know, don't worry about it. Your team is going to stay in L.A. Um, he's not gonna go to San Diego. He's not gonna go to Las Vegas. He's, he's not gonna go to um, Austin. Uh. So we knew already, you know. So to me, like, like like Ray said, you know, like the day she was gonna say die, the final day, I was crying like. Okay, you know. Crying like little bitches on the fucking couple stand. Now you can see a picture of me holding Commander just and, falling out. But the main reason why, because you know, my kids were born in, born in the state. You know, especially that particular year. I remember when when my five year old was born. No, I got, I got, I got notes sent, you know, from the players and flowers from the front office. Oh, and man. I told the story about the quinceañera, dude. This is badass. Jesse March. Shout out to Jesse March. Ahorita, ahorita. ahorita. <laughs> Let me finish this one first because then I'm going to forget it. But, you know, we understood that it was a change, a necessary change mm -hmm. for, for, for the city, you know. Because she was going to say, honestly, like, they made a mistake just by putting that name. They, they had already made a, made a mistake. Mm. So it wasn't representing the city. Yeah. It wasn't representing. So the, the, the way I felt is the like same shit they did in Guadalajara, you know? Club Union did not represent the city of Guadalajara. Mm. So they, they decided to rebrand it and call it Club Deportivo Guadalajara to have a team that will represent the city. You know? I feel the same way with LAOC, you know? And I know a lot of people like, a lot of people hate ex LAOC fans more than they hate Galaxy fans that jumped away. Mm. For all those people, fuck you. <laughs> but at the end of the day... But yeah, fuck there, you. There are a lot of old Galaxy fans that did jump the wagon over to... Oh, Alex yeah, and, and new ones, too, that they say, oh... And, and you guys were at Chivas games. I mean, like, there wasn't, volume-wise, that many Chivas USA oh, supporters, no. right? Like, how many, how many do you guys think of old Chivas <coughs> USA people you used to see in the stands come to LFC? Okay, so let like, me tell you this. this a this, random guess. This is so funny because a lot of people think that we are, uh, that we are all ex-Chivas USA fans. They're full of shit. I'll, I'll guarantee you that in the North End, the the most that we have is like probably 15%. Wow. And I'm being, like, even with, in D9U, right. in D9U, I think like the 10% of D9U is ex Chivas USA fans. Only 10%. Only 10%. Only 10%. The rest. So, so maybe, maybe in like the wildest dreams of the 3252, maybe 252 wow. could have possibly ever been Chivas. Yeah. 
Yeah, maybe. Wouldn't that be fair? Yeah. Yeah, and from my from my experience, that's probably been about right. Like there and very key people, important people, like people who've really helped establish the thirty two fifty two for sure. But in terms of numbers, yeah, because people because people <laughs> don't understand. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah, Josh forgot how to drink beer, like. Cause I couldn't believe it. <laughs> so no, someone, someone put it in Josh's wrong what hole. People don't under, what people don't understand is just there wasn't there wasn't a ton of people who went to the you know who yeah. went to Chivas games in general. So yeah, yeah, you do. You, you, I would say you're more likely to meet an ex Galaxy fan than you are an ex Chivas fan in the stands. Yeah, I mean, and it, it became a place, especially LAFC. It's like all the Club America fans in LA that that had. You know, no way they were going to go to a Chivas USA match. And even though we had some, some American fans supporting Chivas <laughs> yeah. USA. Yeah. We, you know, we, now we can clown them and say, look, motherfucker, you still put a Chivas USA jersey. <laughs> <laughs> you still put a Chivas USA jersey. Hey, so, so, so before I forget, so we can touch on, on the name. Right? Touch on that shit, so, right? So, so LAFC, LAFC comes along, right? And we're still Union Ultras. I told her, look, dude, we got to change this shit, man. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about it. So uh, it, it happened where, you know, we're talking about uh, Armada, no, see, Armory or something like that, no? And, and they were like, nah, fool, that's not cool. Mm. And then when they, when they did an announcement on, on Cream Street Lane with the... Um, when they announced that the stadium was going to be built in... In District 9. Yeah, and, and then Kurt Price got there and the said... The stadium like, built of the 9th District of... Yeah, you know how many times. Yeah, that's all I did. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they just looked at each other like... District because we're from the district. And we're like, okay, so what the fuck? We're from the District 9. Our stadium is built in the District 9 of Los Angeles. Yeah. That's what we're called, District 9, pendejo. You know? <laughs> he had no comeback. He had no comeback. And this is, this is what I used to tell the haters when we started with the District 9 Ultras and they started clowning us about the movie, right? I'm like, that's right, motherfuckers. We are the we airless because our fucking supporters from out of space, man. <laughs> so fuck you, <laughs> you know. And and they stop clowning us because of the name, because it's true, you know. People like, were clowning on you guys, because it was like that fucking sci-fi movie District Nine that yes, came out. Yes. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, but that did like, like pulling straws, right? <laughs> I mean, these two and like other other people, like you guys have been through it, so your skin's so thick at this point. Like, there's probably nothing like anybody can say. Oh, that we will laugh, shake you. Check this out. Check this out. And this, this is like something. This is something that I that I've been fucking trying to do, but I know a lot of my friends from LAFC will get upset. Because right? <laughs> they call us Chivas 2.0, right? Uh, and, show me, Ray. Show and I me. I told this guy, dude, let's fucking throw a fucking Chiva fucking banner dressed in fucking black and gold and be like, with a bunch of them and be like, who's the bitch now? <laughs> 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 right. <laughs> Right, because they, they 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 always try to uh, put you as you were saying with the LAFC. I, this is something. But new. you but you understand that the people who yes. maybe didn't like Chivas USA or maybe aren't Chivas fans, like you guys love Chivas. It's so yeah. hard for you not to understand. It's like if there was an Arsenal team here, and then all of a sudden, like every and you know, if the same situation happened as Arsenal, I'd be like, come on, guys, let's put up an Arsenal banner. But I could understand people being like, yo, dude, I fucking don't fuck with Arsenal. You, you know? always like, throw Arsenal. I don't want to put it up. Ain't nobody talking about Arsenal right now, dog. No, but you know what I mean. I'm trying to find something close to my heart to try to hook it up for people's. Well, I mean, but for you guys in like 10 percent. Of, of the District 9 Ultras, in in essence, you guys are Chivas 2.0. And to me, 
that's actually kind of pretty cool because you guys kind of get an experience that no other ultras or like real supporters Fuck get yeah. a chance to experience. Yeah. What were you saying is, before? Yeah, yeah. is you guys got to actually get a second chance. Now let me rephrase that she was two point man, because see, even there they're 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 stupid. You know? She was two point was she was USA, dumbasses. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're two point five, you stupid fucks. <laughs> no, but she was three point oh. Yeah, 3. 3. 0. 0. <laughs> <laughs> Re fucking phrase your we, fucking yeah. jam. Me, me, me. <laughs> not, not not the LAOC fans, okay? Don't get offended. Yeah, fuckers, just ten percent, though. Just ten percent. But going back to to me, she was USA it's some, it was something beautiful in my life, but they're already dead. That's why I don't get offended when they talk shit about you, as you would say. Mm. I don't get offended. I don't think there's that many people. There's only, like, a small group of people that get offended by that. And to me, it's kind of like... And it's, and, and, and it's comical. Cares? Why would you get offended? Yeah. yeah why, at the end of the day, look at what we what we have in the North End, bro. Like, yeah. You know? But, but, but honestly, like, we learn a lot, you know? Yeah, yeah. No, and, and I think, like, the reality is, however you feel about this particular topic, whatever side you stand on it, whatever your background is... Having people who experience what you guys experienced be there, it's like it's like having shock troopers. You know, yeah. it's like no one in MLS. Maybe if the Miami old Miami Fusion fans are gonna be, you know what I mean, like right, part of this. So people who who experienced what a lot of people never get to fully express, which is like I'll be with this club till death. They just didn't know that it would be the club, not them, dying first. Right? Yes. And yes. so you guys went through that. The amount of like gumption and like what Ray was bringing up earlier that like people might empty out of the stands they'll always be there because they've already done the difficult part they supported a team that was really horrible so you have like those type of people with you who who are in it for all the right reasons so whatever you feel having that is an advantage it's an advantage the reality is the North End wouldn't be what it is today without these groups and big ups to LAFC and big ups to everybody else for seeing past Whatever the now, let me tell you a story. Were, you know, because for a while it sounded <laughs> like you know. Yeah. Uh, let me be Ray. You know, like <laughs> at the beginning, LAFC didn't want us around. Huh? Whoa, whoa! Talk to whoa. me about that because yeah, that's a, the opposite of everything we've heard so far. Is that y'all were approached and shit? <laughs> right? I need y'all to set the record straight right now. So LAFC but, didn't want us at the at the beginning. It was it was it was it was uh, uh, it was difficult because they wanted to stay away away from from. Uh, for anything that had to do with Chivas USA, mm-hmm. for obvious reasons, you know? And, and you know, the first groups that, that were there, you know, was the Ultras and Black Army. Mm-hmm. Uh, for them, it was a little difficult <coughs> to understand, like, um, oh, shit, when they would really want them around, you know, are you guys going to change your name? Are you going to do something? So it, that's, that's you can ask Rich. And, and it got to the point that they saw what we bring what, what, what we could bring for LAFC, you know? I mean, I, I was I was listening to the to the documentary they did on LAFC, the ESPN one, yeah. and I was laughing when, when Tom said something about, oh, yeah, the original eight or some shit like that, that, you know, they call people to be, to meet them um, in a pub, I think, was it? Yeah, the Red Lion in Santa Monica. Mm-hmm. He was expecting a lot of people to show up, <laughs> yeah, and, yeah. And, and, and reality hit, you know, like, what the fuck when like eight people showed yeah, up ain't nobody there right but it was I, I'm part of we're part of those eight you know mm. we have six ultras and two random fuckers and two random fuckers <laughs> <laughs> so I guess I guess do you it, know who the two randoms were yeah. do you remember it was the Irish motherfuckers who <laughs> <laughs> so so I, people at the bar so <laughs> I think that they started realizing you know like um, oh shit you know like we have no fans you know? and mm-hmm. these guys are willing to give it all for a club that that um that because I honestly feel like LAFC was something promised to us. Nobody's gonna take that away from me. Yeah. 
You know, LAFC was a team promise to us because because the people from the MLS they 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 saw the passion that we would bring to a shitty team because mm. that's what it was. And, you know, she was you were saying, man, it was sad to see, but it also make like you said make make us you know our, our, our skin thicker, you know. And they I, they realized <coughs> um, that that they needed us. And, and everything started working perfectly, you know? It yeah, takes it, time. It, it, it was cool because, check this out, this, this is when the first time I met Tom, and I was talking to Tom Penn, our yeah, president. Yeah, yeah. You know, and, and, and I was pretty much spitting game, right, of what I thought it would work, right? Yeah, and, yeah. and I was just saying, look, we should have a team that, you know, it, it has to be accessible to the people. It has to cater to the fucking better community of Los Angeles, you know, yeah, whatever yeah. it is. You know, and, and I told them even to fucking practices, you know, when the team is practicing, we should be able to just show up, no fucking barricades, no nothing, you know, on the stands, you know, the stadium, and we're going to build a stadium, we should have a saying on what we're going to build, and I can see it in his face, like, like, yeah, yeah, fuck yeah is this you're tell fucking me that. crazy, dude. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but I'm coming from basketball, you know, yeah. rich people, you know, yeah. it's, it's, it's a totally different animal, yeah, football, yeah. it's a totally different animal, you know, and, and, and at that point, that's when Henry Newman asked me, like, all right, Ray, so, and you were the owner of the club, who were you hired as a coach? You know, and I said, oh, Bob Bradley. Bradley. You know, Whoa, holy shit. Bob Bradley. You know, and they asked me why. You know, I told him, look, because Bob this, that's that. You know, he's, he knows the league. You know, he has worked with the, the experienced players. Yeah, you know, yeah. he was a coach that fucking got Chicago Fire the championship in their fucking first, first year. year. Yeah. You know, he's been successful, you know. So, look. When, when we announced Bob Bradley, you know, when we're, when we're, when we're at, the, at the museum. Ray is a fucking prophet over here. <laughs> we're on top, we're on top, right? We're singing, Bob's Builder. Yeah, you know, so Bob you can. Builder can. You know, and, and, and I saw Henry and Tom look at me, like, saying, like, are you happy now? I'm like, fuck yeah, I'm happy, you know? <laughs> He's going to take us to the next level. And look, you see the results of the pitch. Wow, you know? amazing. I remember. Young players with fucking three or four very solid, you know, Absolutely. players. And Absolutely. Do you yeah. guys ever talk to Bob? Have you ever had a good conversation with him? I no, have. no, I have. I really haven't sit down with him and talk about all this shit, but when he got introduced, you know, he remembered us because... At that time, I had a very cool job working for Citibank, mm. and I could get out anytime I wanted. So I was like, you know what, fuck it, I'm not doing shit, I'm just gonna go to the practice. And we'll show up to the practice at least once or twice a week. So he knew <laughs> our faces, dude. Like, when he saw us there, I was like, oh shit, you guys are here, let's do this shit. I, remember, I think that one thing that made, that made um, um, like Tom Penn and them like, understand and, 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 and embrace our culture was one day I told him, like, hey, listen, man, you say that you want to have this section of, you know, 3,000 people, you know, and, and the cathedral, the football, and the shit like that, but what makes you think that you're going to have, that you're going to have 3,000 supporters when not even Carson has been able to do that? Like, you do, you, you do understand that we have to do something totally different than what they're doing. Mm. He was like, I never, thought, I never thought of it, you know? I never remember, I never remember who to say, look, they have five championships. They've been the most successful team in the league. And they're supporting shit, you know? Yeah. How are you going to make it happen, you know? And, Safe standards. Couple stands, you know? The, the involvement with, with, with the supporters on, on uh, the side of the North End, mm. you know, having a word in it. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, right now, you see, like, when people ask me, like, what do you guys really do on the stadium? How do we see you guys posting shit, like, fucking videos? And, for example, this. You know what I mean? This, this, this shit that we're recording right now, there's going to be a lot of people that are going to listen to it, and they're going to know why we're special. Because we're preaching the word, man. Right. You know, we're, we're, we're taking it to the next level, and they're understanding why it was like that before, 
and why is it like that now? You know, now people when they see us, they'll be like, oh shit, you know, that's the way it works. You know what I'm saying? They're not gonna be like, hey, we should do this. They're like, dude, we already had the conversation three years ago. You know, <laughs> we already passed that. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, most of the listeners of the pod don't. I mean, for we don't really talk tactics, but uh, I'm a religious man and. Uh, can you just talk to me about why <laughs> Bob Where Bradley came out? Like, you know, like that's that's so in crazy. When that was documented in the ESPN documentary, original eight, right? You guys were there. That's that's in itself is freaking <coughs> what ordained or whatever that you guys were there in the first. But why does Bob Bradley, who means so much to what we're trying to do on the field, why did that mean? Why was that the name that came out your mouth? Just one more time, just like, flush that out, man. I want to hear that. No, because look, the, the leadership that Bob projects on the pitch, Yeah. you know, you don't see him like uh, with a fucking suit. You don't see him like trying to be like most of the other coaches, right? Yeah, yeah. He's just a fucking random guy that fucking feels the same passion for his team. And that's the way he talks to the players, you know? Right, right, and right. You see on the documentary, <laughs> they, there's no sugar coating. They look, motherfuckers, boom, 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 boom. Football without ideas is nothing. means nothing. Yeah. That was... The second someone, one of those supporters groups puts that on a shirt, I'm buying all that's of that. Right. Right. No, Football but without ideas means nothing. Going to tactics and all yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. You know, Bob Bradley has been a coach, for example, when he was part of Chivas USA, that got a shitty team and, and put it on, 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 and he became the coach of the year, if I'm not, if I'm not wrong. Wow. Know? He brought in... Guys like like Sasha Kleschen, mm. you know, Tom Bornstein, um, and he made him, you know, uh, national team players. Right. And and then he had Jesse March and and Ante Rossoff, and so this is smart guy that to me is uh, Bruce Arena, and then it's Bob Bradley. Wow. Mm. You know, Bob Bradley is a person, and and we will talk about it all the time. You know that he would be the ideal coach for 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 LFC because of the knowledge that he has of the of the. The of the league, and yeah. not only that, now he has the, ex- the international experience, and 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 we've been capitalizing on that because he has brought players that play for for him, in another outside of the United yeah. States. You know, shout out angry ass deal, 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 hell yeah. yeah. So so, this guy to me like, um, the way he sees football, it's 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 something it's something that that is gonna give us a championship soon. Wow, maybe this year. This year. It's looking like this a beautiful year, man. Vela, I've been saying it all season through this pod. He came with that big dick energy this season, bro. Oh, yeah, man. Uh, and just you know what? And, and just to add to that, bro, it's, it's, it's like you can Touch even, on that, Ray. You can, you can even hear Touch it. Touch on Vela, man. you know? Touch on Vela's Carlos big Vela dick said, energy. said, you know, we're going to pick up where we left off last yeah. year. You know? I mean, it, like the words of him like, yeah. saying that shit is, and seeing it on the pitch. Hungry, but not just it. saying it. Yeah. Doing it. Doing yeah, it, man. You know, and, and, and that's what it is. Like, you don't, you don't see these guys. They took a five-fucking-month break. You know, it's like they were playing, you know, nonstop. You right, know, like right. our team right now is fucking rocking it. Hell yeah, dude. And Carson is rocking it, too. Yeah. yeah. Which is yeah. fun. It's good for the rivalry. Yeah. Fuck it's you guys. You're not rocking it. Zlatan's rocking you, <laughs> fucking cucks. <laughs> and on that, we'll take another quick break and come right back. For Let's other stuff this. we're gonna talk about. Sean, cut that audio of me coughing on my beard, dude. That was fucking ridiculous. We are back. We got tea with Dweez. Man, it's so nice to have. The gentlemen, legends. the true legends, <laughs> true legends from uh, Somos LFC podcast here. Ray and Julio are still kicking it with us. 
Several people Before keep asking me. Before I'm gonna shotgun with Slim. Well, as t- as 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 Slim is shotgunning the beer, several people keep asking me like, what teas am I drinking? Where am I getting them from? I just want to let people know right now we're we're gonna be drinking a Phoenix Oolong. I'm not good. From uh, Tea Habitat, which is actually in Alhambra. You can go there. Alhambra. Emen is the lady who knows about Phoenix Oolongs. That's her specialty. This one's called Chung Men, which means the gates of the city. Oh, shit. This is actually probably the most expensive tea I've ever bought. Wow. And I wanted to save it for a special occasion. So, uh, shout-outs to you guys, and here's how you do it. You take your little cup, and you flip it, like so. And then you pull it out. Yep, and then you pull it out. And then this little guy, it's only kind of a one-time thing. It's just a little smell cup. Oh, yeah. It smells fucking good. Hell yeah. And then we drink. And if you guys like Ooh. the tea, just keep putting your little cup out, and I'll keep pouring you up. Oh, Yo, this is different. That's nice, dude. This is a little different from the regular oolongs, bro. The only tea that I used to have it was the Herbalife. I need to lose weight, but cheers for this. Cheers for this. Just keep it moving. But, man, but obviously, District 9, if, if you come to LAFC games and you see sort of the right side, I guess it's the east, northeast corner of of the stadium, so you're gonna see some of the some of the wildest, craziest inches that uh, LAFC's got going on, and and these guys are really you know a huge part of bringing that atmosphere every every week. So we wanted to just talk a little bit about what D9 U looks like now. I mean, like, look, you guys were a couple of guys after the after Chivas folded, kind of looking for a new club. Take it what it is now. Did you ever think that this was possible in your wildest dreams? Well, yeah, I mean, you guys started with six people in section 138, and then you guys, yeah. Let, let me let, let me t- let me tell you, we we're section 101. Um, uh, it's funny because um, <laughs> back in the Chivas USA days, you know, Ray and I were always like text messaging people. Hey, are you gonna show up to the game? Calling people, hey, make sure you show up, bro. Hey, yeah. hey, I got tickets for fucking ten dollars, man. I can't fucking man. imagine you doing that. Oh my I'm, god, I'm being serious. So, so text when, blasting, yeah. text blasting. So when it, when this is started, you know, Ray started doing the same shit. You know, and so hold on, bro. Like we gotta stop with that shit. You know, we're gonna have so many people that we don't have to worry about sending messages to nobody. Mm. If they wanna show up, they're gonna show up, bro. And we're gonna have a lot of people to even to say, you know what? Yes, yes, nah, <laughs> yes. Seriously, because you, you got those crazy fuckers, you know? And, 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 and you know, of course, uh, we, this, this is something that we dream of, you know, having, having the group growing to the point that we have Dean and you. When, when, so where are you guys based off? Everywhere, bro. We got members in Orange County and San Bernardino and, and, and <coughs> Central LA and, and the San Fernando Valley and the Tilope Valley, right? Uh, you look about it. I got to say this. Dina U is the first group that has a fucking group out of state. We got a chapter in fucking Atlanta, Georgia. Shout out Luch. I'm not gonna lie. He made it to the he made it to the New York game. I, I, yeah. I'm yeah. not gonna lie. I was friends with Luch for a while. I I feel like I could have recruited him, but you <laughs> but I love Luch. Uh, he when I when I go to Atlanta, the last time I went, he's the one that picked me up from the airport. Damn. Uh, when Luch landed here. And joined the District 9 Ultras. I was the one that picked him up from the airport. 
Take his little chubby ass to In and Out real quick. <laughs> I call him Little Ray. He's pretty much sober Ray. Yeah, fucking like sober Ray. Ray. Are you gonna give him the bucket hat though? That's a big that's a big deal. He Ray ain't giving no bucket hat to nobody. He's keeping that shit. Watching the couch with the bucket hat. There you go, man. But yeah, no, District Nine Ultras is the first group that has an actual, it's not just, like, a couple members that are in, like, a different state. They actually have a chapter of District 9 Ultras in Atlanta. Um, Bakersfield. 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 Is the, which Bakersfield. is pretty much another state anyway. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> yeah, so we're actually going to Bakersfield on May 19th. Everybody's welcome to join. We're, we're, everybody's welcome to join. We're doing... An away game, Bakersfield. Uh, once again, a couple of buses uh, from LA to Bakersfield. <laughs> 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 wow. For a watch party. That's a watch party. Uh, Dallas, I think. It's okay, Dallas. Dallas. And, Dallas. And, then, and then, uh, and then, and then we're, we're. I mean, it's it's, it's in the room, and uh, we were waiting for June first to make it official. Our uh, District Nine Ultras, Atlanta, uh, Portland chapter. Oh. Portland chapter. Yes, we got people in Portland now. Wow. That's awesome. That's LAFC, baby. <laughs> no, it's been pretty wild, I mean, just to see all the different LAFCs from, you know, different countries, different parts of the, you know, different parts of the U.S. as well. But, yeah, to have specific even supporter chapters, I think, is indicative of where these guys have taken this. Hell and yeah, um, I think we're all better off for it. Fucking hell. So, for talking about, talking about podcasts, right? I mean, we, we started... Uh, the first podcast for LAFC. Mm-hmm. And we were very uh, consistent at the beginning, before this is started. Mm-hmm. Right? And our podcast has a, como se dice, a slogan. It's a slogan saying, de la afición para la afición. From the fans to the fans. Yeah. Right? Our, our, our main focus has always been the, the North End, mm-hmm. the stands. Yeah. And we have so much shit in our plate that sometimes we cannot keep up yeah. with family, work, 3252, District 9. And people are like, hey, dude, when are you going to put up your fucking next episode? Well, I think we're just going to come and record with this guy. <laughs> <laughs> no, what's there funny is, is Ray and Julio decided to use a, all their pod juice before we had a, a coach or players. <laughs> so by the time we had coach and players, they were like, you know, I'm kind of tired of talking. <laughs> no, and it's not even that, bro. It's like uh, season one, you know how busy we were. Like, for us, we always tell everybody with our priority. It's, it's a stance, mm. you know, and that should be everyone that is part of a supporter group. That should be your number one mm-hmm. priority. So uh, that, that you know, uh, we couldn't commit to the podcast, you know, because of, because of you know, first year, Seattle, you know, we traveled to so many places. We had well, to work on so much year, shit. Did, uh, the first five games, we, we traveled. The first five yeah. games of the season. Yeah. You know, we were fucking everywhere, like New York. Shout out New York. Well, let's actually let's actually get into the reason why they can't, they don't have time because Josh and I are part of a supporters group that has like like a little over sixty members. Whereas District Nine Ultras, like these two guys are are spearheading and leading a group of around twelve hundred members, right? Yeah, if I if I were trying to lead a group of twelve hundred members. I would just throw my phone into the fucking shitty ass LA River. <laughs> like I would say fuck everybody. Look, like, I, gotta, I gotta give a shout out to Myra, Myra, Monty's wife. Uh-huh. Shout out Myra, she, always. She, she's a treasure, man. She's bro. She's hard, you know. She, she has to deal with so much shit. <laughs> like yep. twelve hundred members, 
lighting up for just everything. Myra, like honestly, like it's 2019 and a lot of movies and entertainment are all about this progressive shit where women are just fucking shit up. But actually in 3252 in the North End, like the the thirty two fifty two ladies hold down a lot of oh, shit. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to Lindsay too. Yeah, Shout Lindsay, Lindsay. Sue, uh, Myra. Like, a, as men, like we were, we're all about the the pissing contest. Like, like we said, it's hard for us to <laughs> check the egos at the door. Yeah, but we're we're lucky to have three two five two ladies that'll be like, hey. Everyone just shut the fuck up for a second. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Worried about our non-profit So shout out to ladies. Our fucking donations going forward. I, I'm, I'm a little sick of the progressive, like, women fucking shit up in movies and TV shows, but no, y'all are not. doing it in real life. No, you're no, not. No, I had a moment. No, actually, I, I, I'm not gonna. I'm not going to ruin anything. I'm not gonna read oh, yeah. it. No, He's no, always at the risk of no spoilers. No spoilers. Podcast, but there, there's some like entertainment things that everyone's watching these days where I'm just like, hey. Just chill out with, with all that shit. Yeah, somebody always asks me, you know? I don't know if you ask you, but she's like, hey, Ray, how do you guys fucking keep up with so many people? How do you keep them calm and fucking not just going out of control? Baffles me. And I just tell my, look, it's crazy. I just show her my phone. Fucking message. <laughs> my, my, my mom tells me, did you saw the picture that I posted? I'm like, mom. <laughs> Ray, <laughs> look at your mom's Instagram, Mom. You know you don't. You don't understand what goes on my on my phone every day. <laughs> I don't check the feeds at all. Bro. But my time is a uh, Slack, WhatsApp, fucking uh, Slack. Oh, dude, I can't dude. imagine twelve hundred people hitting you up. About and I'm a shit. truck driver, dude. So I'm like in the road. Yeah. Fucking Making it a personal office in the, in the yeah. Truck, a few man. days a week, I'm like I'm out on the road delivering for for my work too, <laughs> and like I I look at my <laughs> fucking phone. He's delivering bread to the good people of Los yeah. Angeles. I'm right? delivering mota to the good people of Los Angeles. <laughs> right. All right, but like even my group of like sixty people, like my shit will be at like. I won't look at my phone for like an hour and a half and it'll be at like 80, 90, 100 something messages. It's because Koreans are needy, bro. It's, it's not, let's be honest, in our chat room, it's not the Koreans that are loud. <laughs> Koreans are actually real fucking quiet. Shout it's out to it's all once fucking... we realized how diverse Koreatown was, we got our fucking Koreatown Latino folk in there. That's hell right. Yeah. Yo, they go shout hard out. in the chats. Fucking hell. You know, shout out Love JB, you bro. You a crazy motherfucker. JB, you a crazy motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I can't. I can't imagine, bro. 1,200 people. I would literally, I think I wouldn't have a cell phone anymore. I would throw my shit away. Could you guys imagine a, a Koreatown supporter coming out of uh, for LAFC when you, when, you, when you started this? Oh, yeah. What, what was your thought when you were like, these fucking chinitos yeah, are coming you in? Ever, you ever the, the, do you guys? want to know the truth? Yeah. Yeah, of course. All right, I'm going to speak the truth. Your I'm a, truth, right? I'm going to cry in the corner. Don't worry about it. This is Ray's truth, not Julio's truth. It's my truth, and probably a lot of guys... That, that are part of the... The, the original team. five. Yeah, they thought the same way. Yeah. We, we thought that this guy just rolled up because Benji... Oh, <laughs> <laughs> like, True, true, I'm true. I'm not kidding. I'm not kidding. So much like, true. So much like, true. We're like, this was just getting the purge because that was the homie. <laughs> you know, Shout out Benji the plug. Check <laughs> <laughs> out, you know, like, like you said, you, you get to know the people, you know? And, and, and we are very different because we are from different nation that, that mm -hmm. is, right? And, and we are we behave different. Oh, I mean, yeah. because that's the way we are raised. Yep. You know, Latinos are very fucking vocal. You guys are way more fun than Asians. <laughs> I'll be straight up. Asian say. people boring as fuck without alcohol. 
Unless they're in like church groups and they're like, you know, doing their little Korean That's games or whatever. Or I'm gonna go to a BTS concert. Hey! <laughs> Yo, I don't even listen to BTS. Ray gotta do some crazy shit. Shit, bro. I don't even know what the fuck that is. But yeah, no, because I That's already how Mexican knew. I am. When, when the Tigers first came in, there were a lot of eyes on us. Like the people, who the who are you guys? Why are you guys here? And it took a while, like you said, it took a, a while for us to get to know everybody. Like. And make you guys like us. <laughs> I mean, Man. we like you all the time. I was going to say, quiet. we like you the same way. <laughs> we're always quiet. We're always quiet. <laughs> I was always high. So you got drunk. Hey, but no, but think about think about it that way. Even what he just brought up. Ben, she, having some other way, like, yep. to, going to the club. You guys bring this up all the time. I don't think I'm overstepped by speaking, like, you know. You guys often say, like, you're quiet, you're not going to vocalize. Maybe you wouldn't have been, like, brave enough to try to assemble a group on your own. And Absolutely try to go, not. Try to go in, like, to not have that little way in. You also don't get that, and and had they not been eventually receptive to, even though it seems like you came through a side door, you know, like what's crazy is door or whatever is Benchy is the reason we got in, but if Benchy didn't work for the club, he's actually probably the most passionate, like supporter that I know. I wouldn't love football the way I love football if it wasn't for fucking Benchy's little skinny ugly ass. Yeah, you know what I mean, like I. Uh, I brought Benchy out of like a, a little office job that he had to start working for a company I was working for. And during our lunch breaks, he's the one that made me watch Man U matches with him. And that's how I felt. Like I, I felt, re-fell in love with football after the, the uh, 2002 World Cup, yeah. right? So the Tigers, in essence, wouldn't exist without Chi. So you guys were right. Yeah, you guys are right. All right, all right. Like, yeah, we we probably. Like, I got the shit out of my chest. Yeah, none of that, none of this shit probably would have happened if Chi didn't start working for the club, and Rich saw Chi's little Korean ass and was like, "Hey, you have Korean friends that want to start a supporters group." You know what I mean? Like, but, they, but there's something there's something to that. Like, on, on the one hand, it seems like it's like orchestrated behind the scenes. On the other hand, it's like to be open enough to recognize like. To represent the city, you got to represent exactly. the city. Of course. And yeah. I think that when we came in is kind of when people realized, oh, yeah, the city is bigger than than what we rem- like we, what we know it as. You yeah. know it's what I mean? It's more than just Latinos. <laughs> yeah, no, and, and us people, too. Yeah. That was That's my favorite part of starting the Tigers is, especially with Koreans, we've been neighbors with Latinos. We've been working with Latinos for pretty much our whole lives. Most, like a lot of... The Koreans in our group, their parents had to migrate from Central America, South America, like first and learn Spanish first, make their money there to migrate up to America. Before like language, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So like if you go through fashion district in L.A., all them Koreans speak Spanish. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? Like you know and they all learn. Hey, wait, 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 wait. Exactly. Like, the they all learn. So speak Spanish. They Soon all learn. They Super all learn how to how to speak Spanish. They all learn how to use a sewing machine in either Mexico, Argentina, or Brazil or Costa Rica. Like it's it's part of us, but we actually never really mingled. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you know yeah. what I mean? We had work functions, so we would like maybe like mingle there. But we never got to meet our neighbors, especially Koreans, because we're we're more quiet. Right. Yeah. Like I never got to have like like a whole lot of Latino brothers. We had the token dude, like the token Latino homie, in our our groups or whatever. But now, like that's my that's my main thing with 
the thirty two fifty two and the Tigers is we get to meet our neighbors. Yeah. You know sure. what I mean? Like of course. people that were right next to our, us our whole lives that we would have never crossed yeah, paths never. if it wasn't for football. Right. And that's why away days are the best days because you get to, exactly. to know people, to talk to people. There's no comfort. You just, you're in enemy territory. It's, well, it's kind of like the, like the, the Bada Brava guys, like their bond is strong because they go through the craziest type of adversity together. Yeah. You guys go through the fights and whatever, like, but when you're in enemy territory, when you're on away days, it's that same spirit, that same energy. It's like, you're in enemy day. territory, yeah. and I'm fucking bumping Tupac and Snoop Dogg in motherfucking New York, and y'all gonna hear us yeah, so, so, today. So, 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 talking about New York, man, some shit was gonna go down, right? Oh, shit, this is gonna some, come some, out, okay. Some shit was gonna go down. Gonna no, be- that <laughs> shit, they just chose the wrong fucking one to mess with. <laughs> And it's coming, man. I mean, it's in the works. But check this out. When we talk about when we talk about who we are as people now, right? Because our first <coughs> our first year was more like the groups mm-hmm. and a little bit of egos here and there. Mm-hmm. I mean, a that shit. Bit. This second year, it, it's yeah. it's more about getting to know the people. Yep. Yeah, yeah. That day, dude, the show was gonna go down, I and I was fucking running, trying to catch a chicken. <laughs> <laughs> And, and it was crazy because I saw I saw Benny mm-hmm. Benny from Expo mm-hmm. outside of the fucking bar mm-hmm. where we had Yankees, whatever bar. Yeah, yeah, the Yankees Tavern. And, and, and Yankees Tavern, there you go. And and, and, and Benny Yankees sees Tavern. me, my fat ass running thirty <laughs> miles an hour. <laughs> Fuck you. That was like that was like ten miles. So fucking, I, I, I see Benny, he was fucking vaping, right? <laughs> of he course he was vaping. He sees me fucking hauling ass, dude. Like, he saw my eyes, like, they're fucking evil, uh-huh, right? Uh-huh. No questions asked, he's like, boom, book it. He yeah. was just fucking... I'm, 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 Where are we running to? Yeah, he was, he was just, he was on it behind me. He didn't, like, the way I feel is like, oh, that's not right from District 9. Mm-hmm. Now, that was, that's my brother from LAFC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sure. some shit. Yeah, let's yeah. jump on it, let's fucking address it, yeah. you know? And, and, and that shit is fucking sick, dude. Yeah. Oh, yeah, man. I mean, I was there. I mean, I'm a fucking Yankee fan. That that fucking neighborhood is, is something that's 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 sacred to sacred you. to me. But <laughs> I fucking saw <laughs> Sam. Fuck you. But I fucking saw Ray and and I, saw, I was like, oh, Ray is running. Why the fuck is he running? And I saw 30 D9 you guys just <laughs> running the same way. And I was like, what the fuck? And then. When I, and then I saw Benny too. Benny was fucking booking, and I was like, "There's no doubt in my mind." It's like, let's fucking let's fucking go. If this is something about LAFC, like, there's nothing that'll stop me right now. Yeah. And well, so, what, what happened? Do you want to do you want to do you want to oh. put it on? Oh, well, let's, 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 I think for people who don't know what's going on, sure. they have no idea what we're talking. Okay. about. All right, so let me just set the the scene. It's it were away at New York City for NYC in FC away days. Not a Bronx. nice neighborhood, by the way. Not a nice neighborhood. Yeah, the last the last stand of. Of the hood of the five boroughs. Oh, yeah. You know what sure. I mean? And so this is post-match. We're chilling back at Yankees Tavern after a 1-1 tie. Um, you know, what the best thing, but, you know, like, we're just chilling afterwards. We spent 90 minutes drumming on the dude. fucking seats right yeah. here, dude. So tell us what happened, Ray. So I'm talking to this dude, right? Um, I'm, I'm outside, and we had a, we made some shirts mm-hmm. that said, uh, uh, wait days are the best days. Mm-hmm. And uh, I saw some dudes from New York right there chilling. They asked me for some dude, right? And mm-hmm. hey, you know this guy? I'm like, yeah, I know. Mm-hmm. They're one of your boys. I'm like, he's not one of my boys. Mm-hmm. You know, so they they were pretty much hunting that guy. Yeah. Right? 
So I'm like, whatever, you know, after after a while, we'll just Do you know who the guy is? Yes, I know. Okay, okay. So that's why I said it's on the works. Yeah. <laughs> so so we're all hanging out, we're doing good, you know. Then we start seeing the different uh, New York fans approaching the, the little crowd that we had. Uh, they invited us to a bar, you mm -hmm. know, they just come through. Me and Hula were like, all right, you want to go? Fuck it. You know, it was a couple of them, they mm -hmm. were being pretty cool. Mm -hmm. So we walked into the fucking bar, and then we just, Hula just looked at me like, nah, let's get the fuck out of here. <laughs> let's get out of here, you know? So we just started, we're, we're about to march out, and then we had one of our guys that was in the bathroom, dude. It was taking Fuck. the longest shit ever. <laughs> 20 minutes in the fucking bathroom, dude. <laughs> so, so by the time we're all, we're, we're walking, right? One of the one of the guys from New York is like, hey, dude, come through the deli, you know? Mm -hmm. at, at that deli, uh, Chris, uh, Chris, uh, Christian from Cuervos mm -hmm. and myself and Eddie Magaña, we had breakfast there. Okay. So I'm like, all right, cool. It's, it's a good spot, man. They had some good sandwiches. Mm -hmm. So we're about to walk to the fucking deli. Mm -hmm. And then uh, one of the guys that was outside of the stadium... Mm -hmm. You know the the one that asked me about this dude. Yeah. You know, I, my wife is grabbing the bag with the with the shirts that that I had, and mm -hmm. I had some banners in there. Mm -hmm. My wife just hands me the bag, and this dude just fucking goes nuts and fucking tries to snatch the bag out of my hand. Mm -hmm. So since he fucking snatching, I fucking pull it, so everything just drops on the floor. Mm -hmm. The shirts and the, and, the, and the flags. Mm -hmm. So I, as soon as he grabbed it, I was like, right, boom, it's more. You know, I told my wife, I grabbed everything, I gave it to my wife, mm -hmm. and it was just chasing. Him. So but you're, chas you're chasing him, but you didn't have nothing, right? No, it, well, he took one shirt. Okay. okay. One shirt. Little it, fucker. And it, 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 it was about to get ugly, dude. Uh. Like, honestly, the, the way it went down, that was their clubhouse. Uh. The deli was their clubhouse. So uh. as soon as we got in there and we packed that shit in, uh. Uh, we had some old people, old members from the staff, uh -huh. from the place, just came out and approached me and Julio. was like, look, this is our secret place. Get everybody out. We just want to talk to the leaders. Uh -huh. So then me and Julio just stay behind, and we're like, all right, look. Get your guy out. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. This guy comes and really apologizes. Like, dude, sometimes you have stupid people that want to earn the stripes by stealing shit. Mm -hmm. right? yeah. I mean, we've been around the game yeah. for a long yeah, time. Yeah. I was like, all right, he wants to earn his stripes. Get him out. Mm -hmm. Let's, let's get earn them let's, stripes. Let's have him <laughs> earn his stripes, yeah, right? Yeah. He wants putazos. He wants a shirt. I'll give it to him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He wants you can wipe his blood with you know? that shit. So, so, so check this out, man. This is, we always say this. In the culture, there are codes, mm. unspoken codes yeah. that if you stick around long enough, you would understand. Yeah, people that that came out and, and, and approached me, who they were old people, mm. they knew about the sport, they knew about the culture, mm -hmm. right? Me and Julio were talking to the guys, you know, and, and they're apologizing, and me and Julio see the guy walking out yeah. with a different shirt, with pants. Mm. He had shirts at that time, <laughs> mm. and me and Julio just looked at each other and we looked at him, mm -hmm. and we just looked at him like, "That's your boy." You know, I mm. mean, if we were to fucking race hell, mm. it would have been a brawl. Yeah, you know? it and this been is not about that. You know, this is not about that. But 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 uh, at the end of the game, it's like, look, you're picking the fight with the wrong people, man. Mm. Yeah. You know, like like if, if you really want to create a culture like that, that's why fucking New York Stadium is so fucking empty. Yeah, yeah. You know, that, that's that's why it's so, because of the same mentality, dude. Because people have to understand that we are here in the United States. Yeah. Right, and this is different. Yeah. You, you can't be like fucking Mexico, Argentina, yeah, but Central America. Yeah, sensitive-ass motherfuckers in the U.S. Yes, yes. <laughs> it's just a different beast, you know? Yeah. No, it's different, you got different keep stuff on, you got to deal with. Yeah, yeah, run it, run it, yeah. No, 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 but I mean, that, that, that's what happened. I mean, we, we just got in there and we, 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 know, we know what's up. We know yeah, what's up. yeah. But in yeah. the end, like, I mean, you guys talked about coming originally when we first started the interview. It was like, 
the bada blava culture and how you guys are more inches and you want to get away yes. from that. Did you feel, do you ever feel like in moments like that, like the old sort of mentality of what football fans have always been and like the culture has been in the old days, like coming back? I'm not saying like, did you want to beat their asses or whatever, but like, is that ever hard for you guys to keep in check with your members? Yeah, you know, it, it always kicks in because look, like we were talking about our members, you know, it's, we, we have so many people out there. Yeah. And if we lose it, guess what's going to happen with those other people? Yeah. They're going to go nuts because they respect us. Sure. And if they see that we're in fucking trouble, uh, there's going to be one point that we're not going to be able to control them because they're going to defend uh, the leadership of the group. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. But look, at the end of the day, I mean, shit got squashed. You know, we got the apology and we're working on some other stuff. But, like, I mean, it is what it is, bro. It For is sure. what it is. Yeah. You're not going to get that shit here in L.A. You know, you're not going to get it, especially... At least, at least, I can I can speak about uh, District Menudras. That's not the way we handle ourselves. Mm-hmm. You know, we have some knuckleheads, but hey, it's, it's, it's a working process, man. People sometimes they just don't get it. Yeah. Because a lot of people look at watch documentaries and movies, right. and I tell everybody that look, don't watch movies, man. You're living it in your backyard. Yeah. yeah you know, yeah. be part of the fucking movie. Yeah, Stop yeah. watching that shit. Hell yeah, man. I think um, to shift a little gear a little bit, but. Part of the movie for us, at least, at least as Tigers, was that Julio and Ray were on the spot when uh, Sonung Min was in fucking Koreatown. And um, Julio, and I remember Christian uh, from Cuervos, was really introducing Sonung Min in possibly the hottest Korean barbecue spot in, in, in town, which mm-hmm. is Quarters. And um, I'll never forget that, man. I'll never fucking forget that when you gave him the, the sombrero to wear. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, hell yeah, man. And he was this is post-World Cup. This is this post-World Cup. Korea yeah. helping, doing Mexico a big favor. Hell yeah, uh, man. Knocking off Germany. To talk about I'm not going to lie. If the Mexico national team wasn't partying after their fucking first victory, yes. I know you guys partied. Because I know... Mexicans don't know how to not party. <laughs> Especially after being German. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> so, you know, I'm sure y'all partied. Y'all didn't do us any favors. But that was a beautiful thing, not only in the world, in Mexico and Korea, like, but with what we had going on yeah, in man. 3252. Like, like that like, was the ultimate bridge between us. Yeah, that, 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 really that, that like, bridge happened from something that wasn't necessarily LAFC. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Let me tell you the way I felt that, that day. Um, it was something so special for me because I'm a very spiritual guy, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and to see to see the happiness in you guys' eyes, it's like, dude, man, this is, this is not, uh, you know, I'm, it's an unbelievable experience that I probably don't even deserve to mm-hmm. me yet. You know, but bringing joy to people through football yeah. is the most amazing feeling in the world. Yeah. yeah. So to me that day was like, fuck yeah, man. See you guys, you know, like it's like it's like I don't know me I don't know see you know fucking see Chicharito and Carlos Vela you yeah, know, yeah. to that level you know so it was it was badass that we had the opportunity and and that we had the opportunity not just to to be there but to show the world what LA is all about man. hell yeah man that's what I'm talking about yeah so and that showed in the in the picture we took afterwards man it was like. It was just like all, it was a mix of Korean kids, Mexican kids, like young kids, young yep. boys, you know, young boys and girls who were out there because they just supported football culture worldwide. Mm-hmm. And um, knowing that for you guys to know how important that was to us and to see a national hero in that way, like, man, that was, 
Like we had people like I've never seen cry like shed tears because yes. it wasn't because of the celebrity of it. It was really just like they understand. Yeah. They understand us to a fucking tit for tat thing. They they to the very punctuation. They're like they they get what this means to us. And I think um, that was special for everything that happened in the World Cup, but also after. Man, I think that yeah. the vibe of that from LA is it continues to it continues to roll on. It continues to roll on and. Um, I mean, I, I root for fucking L3 for when, whenever I get a chance to, man. That's, that's, that's really it. And seeing Vela score the final penalty against Korea was... Oh, that my, one my heart and soul ripped in half, man. It was just like... I, I bet, well, it was yeah. like when... when uh, yeah, when Hyenbaum fucking oh, yeah. scored on us and then he tried to fight all of our players, yeah, I was just like, oh, I just got to be the Korean guy. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you something. After that day, my kids uh, follow Sonny. You know, they, mm, they watch their know. games, like... They have it. They're always playing, you know, on their phone, and that's one of their players. So. That's awesome, that's, man. See, that's what football's all about. Yeah, man. man. It's that day, especially like when our when our boy, um, not to put you on blast, Deech, but when our boy Deech started crying. Deech actually, Daniel, um, didn't follow soccer or football at all. We picked him up because he was a Raiders Nation guy. So he was passionate about a different sport, not even a different team. But we were like, hey, we need your passion. So that's why we brought him on. And for someone that didn't give a shit about soccer or football, only American football, to when he met Son through the introduction that you guys gave to shed some tears, that's, that's, what, that's when I was like, oh, like, this isn't even about me and my love for soccer. This is about, you know what I mean? That, yes, of course. That, that vision that you guys have, like, t 10, 20 years down the line, like, what's it going to be? Like, that's when I first kind of got a feeling of that. Because us being such new supporters and new to the culture, we were only really thinking about us. Like, all right, like, as individuals, actually, kind of like, all right, like, how am I going to support more? How is Josh going to support yeah. more? How are we just going to get more people? But then when we saw that, we were like, oh, this is... This is like an emotion and a feeling that's that could last forever. Now, yeah. Like you guys, like you said, you guys have that ten year experience. Us, we got to because of look, you guys, the Cuervos, and and you know, like this is interesting because you guys are probably the oldest group within the North End, and we're the and we're the youngest group that's like a supporters group that's recognized by the club, right? So those two things like coming together, it's it's it just kind of fucking blew my mind that day yeah, like it was the first time we got to to feel kind of what you guys feel like yeah. what, what's it gonna be 20 years down the line or yeah. whatever oh, yeah. like bringing people that know nothing about the culture what do we pass to our kids and, and, and exactly. let, me, let me tell you something for example like last year after women's night I'm so proud of that night bro because it took a lot of shit <laughs> it took a lot of shit and and, yeah. and um after that night seeing how many passionate women yeah mm. We have in the North End mm. that they're not just there like eh. no they're fucking sinking their long yeah. mm. every single match you know it's it's something it's badass and there's, 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 why did you take why did you take shit Tell, like what was what was the I what cannot cannot the I, cannot, I, was, I, was, I was gonna get into that yeah <laughs> <laughs> I cannot discuss this I, no no uh, you can discuss I, I, it in a way that make, makes I'm, sense I'm not, I'm not I'm not gonna get too into it but but, but I just gotta say this there was a before and there was an after. There was a before the way the girls would go out there on the stands and express themselves, and there was an after the women's night, how they express themselves more mm. openly now. Yeah, you yeah. Know? And now you see in every couple, I mean, at least in most of the couples, 
There's a girl that goes there. Couple yeah. 10, yeah. 15 minutes, 20 minutes. And some of these women, like 32, 52 members, are the most badass motherfuckers because they're they're doing all the fist pumping and arm, you know, whatever. And they got a fucking baby in their other hand, bro. Yeah. yeah. Like, women <laughs> muscles is some other man, shit. It's a, yeah. It's crazy. Mario talked about it last podcast, try to do LA, jump for LA Football Club bro. with Ezra on your shoulders, man. Ezra's a fucking... That, <laughs> he himself is just a little beast. He got that Monty blood in him. Fucking, he's a fucking monster, too. We, we, we had guys, right, that they say, hey, look, I want to be on the couple stand, you know? Like, people that just join in the group, right? They're hardcore, they go at it. They stand on the couple stand and they freeze. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, look, <laughs> they Let, let's freeze. be honest. Like with the Tigers, it took us two years to find a capo. You know what I mean? Of course, that- I was gonna touch on that. Listen, this is something that I tell that I, that the beginning I would tell the couples all the time. Because we'll get some couples screaming at people. Hey, what the fuck, singer? Or in our group, you know? Yeah, scary or ass not- chickilene. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it was, it was not just chickilene, man. It was trust me. It was like most of the of the couples, man. And this is my advice to, to them and to everybody. You know, if you're in the North End and you see someone not singing, don't be a fucking dick. You yeah, know? don't be a dick. Because that person next to you can be the next Chickaling, can be mm. the next Julio. It only takes someone to tell him, hey, bro, you with family, man. Let's do it together. Mm-hmm. Instead of saying, what the fuck, man? Yeah. This is a supporter section. You're supposed to be singing. We're not all the same. We all start from zero. Mm-hmm. At the beginning, when you, when, you, when you become part of the supporter culture, you see us, you see Ray, you see who's like, what the fuck is wrong with those guys, you know? Are, 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 they, are, are they high? Are they drunk? Seriously. But once you understand the culture mm-hmm. and you embrace it, then little by little, the the, the incha inside you comes out. Mm-hmm. So we got to give time to the people in the North End because we have a lot of people like that that they want to be part of it, but they still don't understand how. Yeah, yeah. it feels uncomfortable or unfamiliar. Yeah. Or they just don't. Oh, yeah. they're shy. You know? Oh, yeah, no. It's like dancing, man. I'll be honest. People us, sometimes just standing on the wall like watching other people Koreans, dance, you know, right? We're very shy to start with. That's why I, I, I told you guys from the beginning, Koreans are socially awkward without alcohol. That's why these motherfuckers are drinking all the fucking time. <laughs> you know what I mean? But it's a perfect excuse. <laughs> but yeah, so that's, so, that, so that's my advice to everybody, man. Understand that just remember the the first day you 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 became a supporter. Mm. You were not fucking crazy the first Hell day. It no, took you a little bit of time. Pussy. Some of us it takes it takes us two hours a game, and there's some others that it takes us you know maybe half a season or a season you know. So at the end of the day, we are all there for LAFC, mm. and that's something that we have to understand, and, and that's something that we have to embrace because we don't not all of us you know were born with that in your blood Hell straight yeah. up you know. Mm. Again, football, people, a lot of people focus on football just on, on, on the result mm-hmm. and what's on the field. Honestly, bro, that's the most irrelevant thing yep. of football. Mm. <laughs> if you're in the North End, you understand that fully because I, I guarantee you at least half of the people have to go home and watch the match because they don't really know what the fuck happened during yeah, the game. No, and not only that. <laughs> we all record the games. We all, yeah, we all go let, home and watch let, it. Listen, football becomes, becomes, you know, like I always say, a religion, a culture, mm-hmm. you know, a drug. And, and, and it comes a community, you know. It's my second favorite drug. It, it's shout my, out marijuana. Shout out marijuana. <laughs> <laughs> so that's something that people have to understand if you are part of the north and you're listening to this shit you know there's gonna be one day that a team, the club is gonna be shitty mm. and you're gonna be and, and you're gonna have to feel proud of what we bring in the stands and not what, what's on the field there's gonna be that that day mm-hmm. you know and if you embrace it and if you fucking live it 
trust me, no one is going to take nothing from us. They can talk all the shit they want because our club is shitty, but they will never talk shit about us because of our support. Yeah. Just keep in mind, we could end up like motherfucking Atlanta United is this season. Yeah, it's Win one happen. cup and just turn to a fucking puddle of shit. That's why, that's why sometimes I think about the Coca Champions League. <laughs> Bro, yo, that, that's my dream, is for LAFC to win the cup and win the con- be the first... MLS club to win the CONCACAF Yeah, but Sam, I'm going to ask you a question that I asked these guys the very mm-hmm. first time I interviewed them. Would you rather have LAFC win the CONCACAF Champions League, go to the Club World Cup, maybe even beat Manchester United, say, for the title in the FIFA Club World Cup, or have the whole stadium singing? Sam, you get all the difficult That's questions. That's a tough one. <laughs> Not at all. No, I think I would want the whole stadium singing. Because it's it's like, it's it's kind of like, what's something else? Like a rave. Like something you won't understand if you're there. Yeah. Like, like just the, even this season, like the call to arms, right? The hoo-ha. Like, it's so simple that it, it allowed more of the rest of the stadium to join in. Yeah. And whenever that happens, you just get this fucking little tingle in your butthole. Is that just me? I, I get it in my, in my testicles. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh shit. Yeah. Testicles and butthole. That's my, my, my nuts are a little saggy, so it reaches over to my butthole Whoa. sometimes. <laughs> check, check this out. That, that kind of happened on the RSL game. Uh, last season, man. Oh, well, yeah, when the when we were doing um, the LFC We Will Adore, we did that shit for so long at the end, and people started jumping in. Bro, that feeling was... Listen, a, per- a perfect example of, of the power that our whole stadium has um, when they're singing together is the, the goal that we scored against Seattle yeah. on our opening game. Because it wasn't Laura Simon. Fuck that fool. <laughs> I, still, I still love it, Simon. It's so good, bro. Oh, yeah, it's right. part of football, man. Uh, but uh, well, fuck that. So. <laughs> Sorry, man. Well, you know, keep in touch fool. with what Sam has been saying all, all season. <laughs> it's okay if you say fuck. Hey, that's you, bro. That's, yeah. that's those are your feelings, man. I'm not gonna. But take yeah, that no, away I, I respect Julio. But fuck that. Fool. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, that, that night, honestly, like you watch the video and you hear the, the first time ever at the Bank of California, all the foils, and going. everybody's going like. Oh and you man! Feel that, yeah. Fuck! I honestly, when I saw the ball, I saw the ball oh. going in slow motion, bro. <laughs> oh. The goal inside in slow motion. Too. Yeah, <laughs> no, because that goal That's wasn't right. like uh, it wasn't a crazy shot. That was, was very not. savable. But very... listen, at the end of the day, we scored that goal. We, yes. su- we sucked the ball into the net. Because... So stop, stop tagging Lawrence Simon in your fucking post. It was, <laughs> it was a thirty-two fifty-two. Yeah, it it was, it was, it, it was not the thirty-two fifty-two. It was, it was the whole stadium. The whole stadium. The 22,000. Yes. yes. And, oh. and, that, and that's the beauty of it. That's the magic of it. So that's like, why, I, like, when he has that question, don't hesitate to say uh, the entire stadium, you know, being being active, you know? Cause, cause, and it's going to happen, bro. And we continue slowly, doing, we're slowly and, getting there. And we continue there. Uh, doing what we're doing. That section um, right next to you guys. Yeah. I, I, right I'm down on the right, right now, I'm, I'm not a couple for section 105. I'm a couple for section 109 and 110. And, and they're they, they getting there, bro, you know? They're so. getting there. I love it. Like, I, I'm always watching the, those sections, 109, 110, because they're the first ones that are gonna go. Like, they're they're close enough to the action. They have to be the ones that start spreading it. You see it a little more in the west 
the west side like you know what i mean like those rich fools are actually starting to to (laughs) yeah you know what i mean like the the alcohol they're serving might be doing a little trick on them but it's it's beautiful (laughs) like i it it blows my mind man like because honestly like whoa whoa we're we're two years in the tigers Mm -hmm. like you like we we had not we had to but we sat back and we kind of watched it all happen while we were learning because we were still just taking it in for sure like it's it's crazy you know what's time we gotta do this shit one day not, not we're not there yet but one day we have to get everybody to start this gangster shit and go to the other side of the stadium and, and enjoy sit it. down and enjoy the beauty of everything uh, that we have worked on. <laughs> I, I, let me tell you, I did it one time last season, and I was crying. I haven't done it yet. Mm. I'm a fucking cry baby. Like, honestly, like no, I am too, bro. I, I was this is a press press box, and and then you see uh, Urena score a goal, and then and then you see the the crowd doing the jump. Yeah, are you sure you didn't cry because Urena finally scored a goal? <laughs> I, I, let me tell you, I actually love Urena, man. I think he should still be on the team. Bro, I'm just saying the number 21 is kind of cursed in LAFC right now. It's not. It's not the number, bro. You sure? Hey, hey Ramirez, change your shit to 12 again. See if you can't score. Uh, it's, a, it's not damn. the number. Trust me. I mean, after after what happened in New York, is uh, it wasn't New York, it's true. right? No, no, no. It was not New York. Uh, the last game they played, yeah. Seattle. S- Seattle. Yeah. After what happened in Seattle, like I don't think it was. It, you can have. Whatever I don't know. Number it was. You want. It was harder to not <laughs> score that goal last game than to score it. They're like, hey, wait, did you see it? I was like, I Bro, when I watched it, I was how did you do that? But, but, but here's, a, here's a question based on what you guys are talking about, taking a look from the other side of the stadium. Like, what's stopping the 3252 from, or, you know, parts from, like, going and, like, putting, like, little uh, satellite capos into those little sections and, and trying to get them Ooh, going? Or is that just not the way like, you know, do it? You know, I think it's kind of discussion. a guy thing. Because it's, all right, like, this is how I see it. With dudes, when we start... Dating to look forward into marriage, right? Mm-hmm. We want to make sure that we're completely financially stable. Mm-hmm. But sometimes you, you just kind of, <laughs> sometimes you just kind of got to jump into it, right? Uh, yes. So right now we're so focused on let's make sure that every fucking person in the North End is cracking before we start spreading the shit out. Yeah. But then now we start having little little subgroups and you know things coming in that don't understand the culture, um, where. It's kind of putting more of a fire under our ass where we kind of actually, I feel like at some point we have to start spreading our North End people out a little to kind of... Julio, director of Active Supports, can give a response. Does that make sense? Like, does that make sense? Like, having, having, like, somebody going to this section just, like... You know what? Or is that weird? It it would look kind of funky right now. I think think it's going to eventually going to happen. But... There's a lot of things behind it. It's not. It's not just. A, I mean, yeah, we can send someone, and, and I'm pretty sure they're gonna. They're gonna. They're gonna follow through. But at the end of the day, do you want to do that and, and 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 make it a habit for the people, and or or, or make it organically that all of a sudden they hear the ooh ah and you don't need no one to tell them yeah. to get yeah, up. You know, we don't want to mm-hmm. turn our supporters into court jesters. You know what I mean? Like we're, so, we're like, hey, go go down, dance for the rest of the. Here's the mariachi. Here's the quarter. Yeah. For a minute. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I never see myself like that, but but yeah, but you get the point. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I see myself like that. <laughs> I'm a mariachi, but not uh, not. I don't play for a quarter. Well, Fuck it, that. It, it, it's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. But I think I think the most important thing is for us to understand 
we are in the North End in the supporter section because that's the name and that's the word, the supporter section. Mm -hmm. We have people in the different uh, uh, areas of the stadium that don't want to be active. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, there's yeah. people that actually do want to sit down, get their popcorn, and watch and enjoy the game. Yeah. So if you have 30 or 40 crazy fools that want to go crazy in the section, you know, then you're going to have people, people that actually want to watch the game. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Ain't nobody so, got time to watch the game. So, so, it, so, it, it takes time. It takes time. It takes time. It takes time. It's a little balance. It's a little balance. Like Kula said, it, it's going to happen. Mm. And, but, but basically, when it happens, we want it to be organic. We, want, we, we actually want people to actually... Stand up, like like the tea that we're drinking right now. Hey, <laughs> that organic tea. Organic tea. I just Ray, I don't actually director of Tifo. Just yes. We have two directors on 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 the pod today. Oh yeah, Ray. Can you talk about what you want out of Tifo for the rest of the season? What you want out of Tifo for maybe a couple seasons to come? Like what? Look, what do you uh, want from uh, Let's get down into business. Hell yeah. Man. <laughs> let's talk about Tifo. <laughs> Right? We're on a business podcast right now, dog. You see, th 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 this is this is so badass, right? Because, uh, and, and I know a lot of people are going to he hear or listen to this podcast. If you're not part of a supporter group, mm -hmm. if you're not part of the North End, and you're still a uh, follower of LAFC, and, and you know of something that is going to go down, show up. Show you up. Know, show up. You, you don't have to be part of the, uh, of the of the supporter group. True. But if you're part of a LAFC and you want to come and participate, on what we do, what we build, show up. We're taking the T4 this year to the next level. Yes. To the next level. It's it's gonna be so badass and so crazy that I would love to fucking say more, but it's gonna be huge. It's it's a lot of work, but look, check this out. It's so much pride when mm. we spend these hours tracing, yeah. painting, yeah. recording fucking podcasts <laughs> while, while we're painting, you know. <laughs> That, that when you're in the stadium, you actually see the product. When it yeah. goes up. I always say, I always say this shit. It's like a fucking orgasm. It's like it's like when you see your baby and then you remember like, oh, I I fucked to have that baby. Oh. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, it, it ha that, that that happened to me. This uh, this team. Why you fucked? Fuck you. I, I I was on the field for the first time. You know, holding uh, her flag when mm -hmm. when when the when our Tifa went out, mm -hmm. and 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 when you witness the North End and what you when you have created, and when I say you know you, I mean everybody that's been part of it. Yeah. Know? Not obviously, I didn't do it myself. It was a lot of people behind behind all of us. Mm -hmm. And you see, and you see what you have built. I was like, what the fuck, man? It's it's. <laughs> I mean, if you don't cry, it's because you fucking don't care about yeah. it. You, know? you so barely you, have a soul. You barely have a soul. Yeah. It was amazing but, to see. But but check this out, guys, and, and this is what I tell everybody, right? From, especially in our group from District Nine, it's like we all have committed members, right? But if you go the extra mile, and I'm, I'm saying like little extra mile of painting your own fucking flag, yeah, and rolling up with your flag, and seeing that flag on TV, you're seeing that flag flying high, dude. It, it, it just gives you so much joy in your heart yeah. that, that, that that you did that on your own you, you traced it you went to fucking Home Depot get the paint you went yeah. to fucking Joanne's and get the brushes yeah. and <laughs> speaking of that I still remember at the beginning of the, of the days of this you know like I'm not gonna say names I'm not gonna say groups but we don't give a shit about if we paint a flag or not you know we can just bring a banner we're like 
I don't think you understand, you know, like... Yeah, these these fuckers came with so many fucking flags. We're like, all right, I guess we got to <laughs> no, no, catch no, no. up. But, but my point is like, listen, when you do a flag yourself, when you do a banner yourself... You take ownership of it. Exactly. You take ownership of your... And your, it, 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 it means something. Even yeah. even if it has your logo, but it, but you, you, you send it to... You make get a plastic. Yeah, it, oh, it's, yeah. It does, it's not the same feeling, you know? It's not. That if you make it and, and with your kids or... Or with your family, which is the, the we, group, we have a know? shitload of trappers that fucking have the dogs uh, hooders fucking printed on it. <laughs> and uh, at the beginning, people would trip out like, "Oh, be careful! Don't step on the trapo!" Fucking next thing you know, we're out fucking pedals. <laughs> the fucking dog comes in, boom, put the <laughs> No, that was actually like our favorite thing about the the um, the flag painting day we had was seeing all the kids that were yeah, involved man. in like grabbing flags and tracing and whatever, like. Seeing the next generation starting, you oh, know yeah. what I mean? And, and, but then again, you get those guys like, hey, dude, they're gonna mess it up. I'm like, dude, fucking let them mess it up. Let them mess it up. Let them mess it up. That's the beauty of it. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's gonna be their flag. Hell yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, if it's, even if it's all fucked up, you know, when they see it, it's like, oh, that's my flag. I'm gonna wave. That's what's fucking up. Fucking hell, dude. Yeah, man. Waving it is no joke, man. To be. Oh, honestly, yeah, that's why all, the Tigers. We had to take down the size of our flag because we have little ass Asians <laughs> who try to wave these fucking flags. Shout out our ho- our little homie Jason. Like, he's like what all of like five foot four. Yeah. Like his whole body was moving when he was trying to <laughs> wave our ten by ten flag. Like, so we had to take it down to like six by six and whatever. But, yo, like honestly, we had to take the lead of D Nine U and B A and Cuervos and Expos, like the original five Luckies, like. That was the biggest thing. We, like, the Tigers had no problem checking our egos at the door because we knew that we had so much to learn from it. Oh, yeah. So if you guys, you know, like, we, we don't necessarily want a whole bunch of supporters groups popping up. Like, we, we feel like all these supporters groups have, like, elements that, that can connect with all the people of Los Angeles. Yep. But if you did, do decide to, to all right, like, I, I want to start my own supporters group because... I'm passionate and I have a Let group me tell of you, as, as, as long as they start a support group for the right reason, exactly. which is support LAFC, not, and not because you want to fucking make money. By you ain't trying to look cool, oh, bro. For sure. Like, yeah. don't try to look cool with this shit because at the end of the day, we're supporting soccer in the U.S. People are shitting on us. If you're trying to look cool, go do something else. This is about passion. This is about love for the game. This is about love for L.A. Oh, yeah. At the end of the day. And, and uh, I think let me tell you about some like fucking soccer in the U.S., like... For sure, it's like not on the on everyone's fucking envelope right now. But I can't go to another fucking sporting event and enjoy it the same way I do. LAFC does. The LAFC's 32, fucking ruined it. For no, me, the thirty-two fifty-two has ruined live sporting events for me, like for sure. to the fullest. I'm like, why aren't you guys cheering? Why aren't you guys fucking singing right Come now? On, man. Exactly. So, 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 so this is fucking legit shit, right? I have never been to a fucking Dodger game in my entire True. life. Never in my entire life. That right? first and Dodgers night. My, my sister and my cuñado, they're fucking Dodger fans from the heart, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like, hey, let's go to Dodger game. I'm like, for what? Sit down. <laughs> and I'm talking to the fucking... I can do that shit in my house. <laughs> but we went to the fucking first Dodger game, dude. Yeah. That's when uh, Chiquilin popped up. Yeah. Just running back and forth. No, check this out. Fucking Chiquilin. I, I named Chiquilin Chiquilin. <laughs> I give his nickname. All right. So we have given nicknames to Chiquilin. <laughs> That's hilarious. I did not know Oscar, that. Oscar, we call him Cuervo. <laughs> yeah. 
Sal, Rukhipster. Like Ruko, like Omen. Chavo Ruko. And then a Hank, call him Paisa Hank. Because he's a fucking half Mexican. He is. Okay, that makes sense. Yo, I did not know y'all gave Chickalene his name. Yeah. That's crazy. So check this out. So fucking that day, we roll up, right? I've never experienced fucking baseball in my entire life. Yeah, yeah. I didn't even watch the game, but we give shit to the guys that were fucking in the outfield. Yeah, bro, that's that's honestly, I think that's the day that I fell in love with thirty-two fifty-two. Going Ooh. to the Dodgers game and like taking that shit over. Chicky Lean's fucking grizzly bear ass fucking starting the wave. <laughs> Running back and forth. Right, like, like, and the Dodgers were fucking shit up, so, like, it was cool for the 3252 to be singing whatever the fuck we were singing. Like, us singing to the security, and he was trying to be all stoic about it, but finally getting his ass to smile. Like, that's when I was like, oh, these motherfuckers are my kind of crazy. Oh. Hey, you know what? You know what? I, I, I gotta mention this. One of the coolest things that happened that day is when we had the, the family that approached us. I think uh, one of the officers, uh, the family, one of the officers had passed away, right? His family approached us, mm-hmm. and we could do a song for him. Oh, yeah. Remember? Yes. Yep. I mean, that, that shit gave me chills. Yeah. You know? Like, for them to have the courage to be like, hey, look, I forgot the name of the officer. Yeah. But it, they came and did a that. chat for them, dude. That shit's... Damn. That's I didn't yeah, know man. about that. Holy shit, <laughs> Like, dude. it's just... Yeah, you guys ruin life sporting events for me. Like, I can't... When I go to a Dodgers game now, like... We didn't the ruin it. We made it, we made not it there. better. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, your but... Expect, your expect, I go to a Dodgers game, now. a Lakers game, like, I'm bored out of my fucking mind because of you guys. Like, <laughs> I'm <what> sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I'm not. No. So, yeah, man. I mean, in essence, this is kind of what the 3252 is. If, like... A big piece of the fabric of 3252 is District 9 Ultras. And if you guys are offended by Chivas 2.0, you're stupid. Like, <laughs> wear that shoe of pride, bro. We got a second chance. We got to to learn from a, a, a group of people that said they were going to support their club to the death. And somehow their club passed before they did. And they got to run it back and, and kind of be the building blocks of what we have today, man. So... At the end of the day, I, I used to see people get sensitive about that shit online, but I was always proud at the end of the day. To, well, not, not proud, but it, it, like in a sense, like I had a sense of pride for when people called us Chivas 2.0 because it was like, yeah, that's that's where our homies came from. It's, what about <laughs> so, it? So what? <laughs> you know what I mean? So I, I, is there anything else you guys have to add? Because I think we went through a whole roller coaster. Nah, man, things. it's been it's been an adventure. Teas ran dry. We're we're done with the tea. Um, we heard some stories. Obviously, at some point, we're gonna have to have these guys back. Yep. Yeah, we know they've yeah, got. Yeah, we, we, we know happy. Ray's got like 1,900 more stories. Oh, we know yeah. Julio's got 1,900 more jokes say, about have, Ray's we stories. Have, we, have to, we have to say one before we finish. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. One last one. We already mentioned it. Mentioned it. Uh, at the beginning. At the beginning. And this was the quinceañera thing. Mm. Okay. And I want Julio to touch on it because... Touch uh, on that shit, Julio. Because, Let me touch because, you, Ray. Because, touch it, touch Julio. Touch it, Leo. Because, can I look, check this out. This is something very special. This is something when when, when you take the 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 family thing that we bring to the stands. Yeah. Mm. The passion. The connection with the players. And for a player to go out of his way and fucking make some shit happen... That is gonna be in somebody's mind for the rest of their life. 
it's it's awesome. And I want Julio to say this because this is this is something very amazing that not a lot of people get to say this story. That this guy's gonna talk about. Yeah. So we, my uh, sobrina, my niece, it was her 15 year uh, party, right? Yeah. Obviously, at that time we had no money to to throw out. Huge Mexican quinceañera, like mm. you know, you you fucking spend a lot of money on those. But she's a soccer, soccer lover. You know, she she loved being in the stadium. I would take them all the time. And and and, and thanks to the Ultra family, um, they managed to, we managed to do a quinceañera in the parking lot. You know, and her favorite player, back in the days, was Jesse March. Yeah. So Jesse March went out of his way before the game, and brought her flowers. And 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 um, and the Chiba fighter, we did like you know, and the quinceañeras you do el vals, you know, the dance with the quinceañera. So we did the vals with the Chiba fighter with the player, you know, and then all all of, all of the ultra family coming together to 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 pay for a limousine uh. to give her to give her the best experience of her life and and to have a one one uh, not Jesse March but her second favorite player was uh, Eduardo Lillingstone from Mexico. He went up to her, say happy birthday, and give give her the jersey. You know, the moment that she told me, "Hey, listen, tío, you know, I wouldn't change my my quinceañera party for anything in the world," you know, because you know what football means to me, and this was such an amazing uh, quinceañera party for me. You know, so it, 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 that's something that that's the power of football, the culture wow. of it. You know, it, to me, it was it was a fucking badass experience. And for the people who don't know who Jesse Marsh is. He's, I mean, he coached the New York Red Bulls last season. He's currently an assistant. I believe he just got moved to the coach of Salzburg. Yes. Uh, Red Bull yes. Salzburg, right? He just yes. got the... Got the really? I mean, you're talking about wow. uh, a coach who's coaching, coaching in a, in a team here. that could be in the Champions League. And and this is this is a guy that that came through. To, that's a, that's a crazy story. So how did he? How did he? Who did you end up getting through to talk to the team, or how did it? How did oh it yeah, Je- Jesse March is is a very humble, a very humble uh, person. So we will always you know talk to Jesse, uh, Ante. You know that's when when I see Ante Russell when I saw him you know working for Elias, he was like fuck yeah man. See fucking who do who do has Alzheimer's. So, <laughs> what the fuck? Okay. Julio yeah. forgot this shit that is so badass about Jesse Marsh. This fucking guy has the last jersey oh, Jesse Marsh wore as a professional player. What? <laughs> wow. What? Je- Jesse Marsh is, 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 is a player that won the championship, if I'm not mistaken, with Bob Bradley mm-hmm. in Chicago. You know? It's, it's, it's a guy, I think he, he's like the third or fourth player that played the most games in the MLS history. Mm-hmm. Wow. Um, you know, it's it's and and just like, like Red says, you know, I I have his the last jersey he wore as, as a professional soccer wow. player. I have I have it. You know, he signed it for me. Like I was telling you, he was a very humble guy. We always talked to us. Even when, I remember when we went to the to the Philadelphia um, draft to the draft. You know, Jesse sees me and Ray. He's like. Hey, what's up? Wow. So, so the people are also like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> How does he know these maniacs? Yes, yeah, yeah. yes. And, and what LFC did not have a draft pick that year, right? So that no. was the year before. No, no, right? this no, is no, the no, one we did. Wait, all right, let, let's actually, can we talk about that? Yes, yes let's, let's talk about, about the draft let's pick. Let's talk about it. Because I, like, I was just watching from home and then seeing all the pictures and, like, you guys went out there hard with the draft. Look, Hell yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm going to talk about something that was very cool because me me and Chava, Sal, we've spent a lot of time together, right? Yeah. Uh, me going to the pub and hanging out and throwing some shit and throwing some <coughs> here and there. And Chava, and, and I told Sal about 
the respect that we fucking earn among the league. Mm-hmm. And then one thing is for me to come and say, like, look, dude, this is what we've done, you know. Tell you my story, and then... We, we started the Independent Supporter Council, yeah, and we yeah, reached yeah. out, and, and we have Take had it. a lot of big influence on soccer in the United States, right? But Sal, you know, EPL guy, like, not really into the league, then we show up to the draft, you know? And we had uh, Chubby from New York Rebels, remember? Yeah. Hey, it's just one of the couple Chupi. of Rebels. Chupi. Chupi. Chupi Garcia. Mm-hmm. And that fool shows up, right? He fucking sees me and Hula fucking huge hype, dude. <laughs> and I tell him, hey, fool, let's fucking trade scarves. He was like, fuck yeah, you guys are back. He goes and he grabs a shitload of scarves and puts them around his arm. He comes back and he's like, hey, Ray, pick whatever you want. Oh, and then Chava's face was like, what the fuck is just happening here right now? I'm like, look, Kanan, this is about respect. Yeah. It is about history. You know, you, you build this shit with time, you know? And I think that's that's the point where, where Sal really understood that yes, we like to talk a lot, but you know, it's uh it's our actions has always backed us, you know, like we we are not running our mouth like, <coughs> every time that we come and say something and give some feedback or an, a strong opinion, it's because we've been in it, we've uh, lived it. And I think we're always looking for the best of, of, of uh, Raza, you know, and when I said Raza, I'm talking about 32 our people, you know, mm-hmm. and like, because we always want the best. <coughs> Hell yeah. So about, <laughs> so, about, so about Philadelphia, dude, so crazy story, we're in Philly, right, fucking Mr. Drew keeps that, it's all fucking drunk. South. <laughs> it's all fucking drunk, we're walking in Philadelphia, and we're like, all right, so I was like, hey, Ray, just fucking, we're, we're right here, show me his fucking phone, right? GPS, I fucking took uh, took him to the fucking room. We're knocking, <coughs> knocking, and knocking. Nobody opens the fucking door. Sounds so like, hey, I gotta go pee. He leaves, and we're like fucking 30 minutes waiting for his ass. <laughs> so we start going down the, the, down the elevator looking for him, right? He ended up crashing with fucking Cuervos that night. Yeah. He said, he just knocked on the door, they opened the door, and they Come <laughs> By the way, that's 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 when when the when the chant like when I see your AFC was born. That was in oh, Philadelphia. Yeah, we we're hanging out with two, uh, three crazy. Um, and uh, fucking, they were not Irish. They were they were they were from fucking Europe. Scotland. I remember when you guys posted that on the group chat, and I was like, "What the fuck are they talking about right now?" But it's fucking, it's one of that state, man. Yeah. Well, dude, look, check this out. So, so one of those guys, right, is a young dude. He's like, "Dude, I, I, I fuck, They sent me over here to the United States because I was dealing with all these crazy people over there, and I come here and I see all these motherfuckers going nuts. <laughs> this is my shit, you know. Like, and, 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 and that's when it, everything comes together, you know. Like, oh." It's like, it's, this shit's global. Anywhere you go and you speak the language, that's it. You that's know, it. like you see it on the eyes. You know, the way you dress, the way you talk, wow. the way you fucking present yourself. I love it. And beautiful, man. Philadelphia was, was a good experience, you know, to get out of your, your Moutinho. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, and, and not only that, bro, fucking... going all the way down to Philadelphia and being the most, the, the loudest. So it was so funny because the, Philly, the Philadelphia guys, you know, they they were next to us and they tried to talk shit. 
You know, it's Philly guys. Just the Philly they guys didn't know who, who, who they're messing with. <laughs> <laughs> Once we start singing, they thought they were tight because they had a fucking Netflix documentary. Yeah, they're like, oh, she was something like, oh, everyone turn around, relax, let it <laughs> let him be, let him uh, be. And boom, we start singing everywhere. It was like, what the fuck? Look, all the way from LA. For for us to be at the trap, right, and and fucking earn their respect, cause we. We took over the fucking draft. The fucking Philly and the guys, East Coast. The, the, the Philly guys were just—they had no words because they were singing a song. I forgot about it, but I forgot the name of the song they were singing to us, yeah. and then we just flipped the lyrics and we started singing the fucking song again. Uh, the same song, and after that shit, they were done. One of the guys was like, "Oh fuck, it's game over." <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, look, check this out. It's uh, it's almost. LAC Podcast con FSA, FSA. If you guys like this shit, hit us up. Let them know. Fuck you guys up. want us back because we got shit more glorious <laughs> we stories. We got more shit we got to more talk stories. about. We got more stories. Uh, <laughs> On that note, this is another episode of FSA, FSA. That's right. Con Somos LAFC Podcast, the OGs of the podcast game yes, for LAFC, the OGs of bringing support into the North End. We respect y'all. We love y'all for the culture that y'all bring into this thing. Um, and I thank you guys because you guys were the ones that taught TSG a lot of things along with the other original five. Yeah. That that kind of made us who we are now. And, and you know, it's all about respect and love in the North End. And and you guys exude that. Hey. <laughs> yeah. Time yeah, with these, really baby. Hey, hey, we, we, we forgot to mention that we got Mr. Pringles. Mr. Hey, Pringles, <laughs> Mr. Pringles on the That's another nickname. That's another nickname. Honestly, yeah, it's the most fitting fucking nickname <laughs> of all time. He just needs a haircut and uh, and a comb over, and Does he Mr. is Mr. Pringles have glasses? Yeah. Oh, no, he doesn't. <laughs> we'll work on that. It's fine. I'll do my best. LASIK. Halloween. LASIK, bro. Halloween 2019. So thank you guys for listening. We'll see you again next week. Yeah, but some you don't know what it was. FCFC. 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 FCFC.